2: EYL University is the biggest online platform for education, but it's much, much more. It's actually a community. Our private Facebook group has over 8,000 members and 20 infinity groups. The students teach themselves just as much as the professors do. We have weekly webinars. We have over 100 past webinars. You get access to MG The Mortgage Guy's real estate blueprint. You get access to monthly financial planning calls with yours truly. You get access to our monthly group chat investment calls and much, much more. So. Go to EYLUniversity.com right now and take advantage of our limited offer. Blowout sale 65% off of the annual membership. EYLUniversity.com right now.
3: Yeah.
4: Trading has considerable risk. Please consult your advisor. Only invest, do not copy any of my content, do not reproduce, please, I'm begging you in advance. Namaste. (laughs) All
5: right, Ian, so before you start, do your own research, y'all. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. This is a message brought to you by the good brothers that earn your leisure and the good brother Ian Dunlap, the master investor. Do your homework, do your research. And when you do that, do it again, double check.
4: Facts and execute. <laughs> That's the most important thing. Yeah, Some yeah. of y'all have been, been fumbling in the bag not executing. Can you guys see my screen?
5: Yes sir. Yeah.
2: All right,
4: but let's get to it. Everybody write this in chat. There is no secret, just systems and hard work. We're gonna start there. There is no secret. Cause we give every secret out on here for you, just systems and hard work. So subscribe to my YouTube for exclusive content. You guys know the vibe. Uh, the Red Panda Crypto Club will not be available again to June 1st. For those of you who saw them prices hit this weekend, uh, drop some fire emojis. If you saw that Bitcoin or Ethereum price, I know some of you thought I only knew about stocks. Ha, set the trap just to see, do react and now. So just be careful. Um, when looking for advice, but if these picks helped you in the last couple uh, days, put yes in chat. And I made the decision to make all the programs, be premium programs. Um, I'm gonna take in less people so I can give more time to the members. So that'll be starting uh, next week. Let's go.
6: Connection is a spark that gives our lives meaning. It drives us to seek out others who feel the same way.
7: Okay, why don't you input the data and we'll take a look together. Hey, Mari, what you
6: got for me? To find those who share our views, Mm -hmm. yet offer different perspectives.
7: Mm -hmm.
6: Challenge us with new ways of seeing. Deepen our understanding and enrich our lives. Great things happen when we commit to something bigger than ourselves. Take a closer look at it.
1: Place this here. Let's see how we go from there,
6: okay? This sense of collaboration and the feelings of connection it brings. Excites us.
1: Hey, okay, just in time. I'm going to move it slightly, okay?
6: It's yours. Take it.
1: We have two planes right now on the same
8: trajectory.
6: As we put people first, technology fades into the background and feels like anything but.
8: Aisha, what do you think? I think if we had 3:30, maintaining 2,800,
7: we'll be clear for approach. Excellent.
8: This
6: changes the way we see the world, and in turn, changes the world we see. These numbers are looking great, actually. There's promise in the possibilities. And what we see and create next will stretch the imagination. Good
9: morning, Sarah. Morning. Slowly coming towards the thumb.
6: A world without boundaries. Good job. A lot better than yesterday.
10: Yeah. Excellent.
6: Slowly bring the A world where technology enhances, not limits humanity. With people front, center, and in the spotlight, the future is here and here can be anywhere. Introducing Microsoft Mesh.
4: So what if they took that technology and applied it to hospitals, or cancer research or genomics, would they have a competitive edge? Yes or no? Um, I put this on IG this weekend. I would keep it clean. But ladies, let's make a requirement for all men to watch every episode of Market Mondays. I know a lot of you have been asking for scholarships. I know some of you are new. Here's the secret. All of the stocks that I've ever put in Stock Club are in the episodes spread out like little breadcrumbs and diamonds for you to find. So ladies, I want you to tap your man on the shoulder. Tell him right now your homework is to watch every episode of Market Mondays and take notes. <clears throat> What's the biggest mistake that you've ever made in investing? Please put it in chat. Please put it in chat. Um, I answered this the other day. And um, this is for those of you that have huge hearts. Um, One of my biggest mistakes is giving too much. And the truth is, like, you can give your way into poverty. You can help others so much that your cup will be empty. and, And kudos to Matt. Uh, When I flew back to Atlanta with Xander, as soon as I came in, it was like 1130 and Matt and his wife was at the bar. And one of the things she was saying, was like, listen, you can keep pouring into other people, but then not have anything left for yourself. You have to guard yourself and protect yourself. So for those of you with big hearts and you can give and that can be another version of spending. So you may not spend it on Louis bags or Gucci bags or diamonds, but you can give away so much that it ends up hurting your net worth. So for my givers, I need you to know this. You have to set a percentage of what you will give and stop there. If you have an exceptionally big heart, please put the percentage in chat that you're gonna give away per year to help others and don't exceed that. Cause some of us may be savers and be very thrifty in, in certain areas, but we can over give helping others. And then there's no different than giving all our money away to a company. So please be mindful of that. You know, I love Elon, but the, Elon's turned to the crypto killer. Um so I saw this tweet and I thought it was pretty interesting and it said Bitcoiners are going to slap themselves next quarter when they find out Tesla's dumping all of their Bitcoin holdings and Tesla said indeed listen I love Elon I don't know how he's able to get away with some of the things that well cryptocurrencies are not regulated in the same way that securities are so that's part of the reason why um I told the stock club members earlier before we got on he's in a very interesting situation with China where China is now trying to control him and Tesla And he began dumping an asset that he was using to hedge to then get into another asset where he doesn't have much control. We've seen this with Jack Ma and China is a very dictatorial regime as is the United States, but they are a little bit tougher than we are. So part of the reason why he is starting to dump Bitcoin is because some of the issues that he is facing in China and the sales of the cars, because he already promised that Tesla was gonna have a significant impact, and and now he's starting to realize that may not have been the best move there. Michael Burry of The Big Short, a book that I mentioned earlier, um, has 800,000 Tesla put options in the first quarter worth 534 million. For those of you who do not know, Michael Burry is the person that called the housing crash and bet it heavily on it. Homework for tonight, I need you to go look and see when he began placing these shorts on Tesla, and then correlate that on a chart to see what price he got in. If you do that, you can start to reverse engineer and see based off a percentage basis when he is looking to get into his position. A key lesson for everyone here, you have to listen to the contrarian opinions of the greats. So whenever this happens, people are gonna be like, no, Tesla's gonna go up. I'm not saying Tesla's not gonna go back up, but remember a few months ago, I told you, they were gonna start to hit some issues once they hit those highs. And then if Kathy gets attacked, which she has, and then all the funds begin to dwindle down her fund and squeeze her, the assets in her holdings are gonna take a hit as well. And that's what we're starting to see here. And Michael Burry is taking advantage of that as well. A lot of you have been asking us, what's up with tech? Nothing. Nothing's up with tech. You're just not gonna get an easy 80% or 200% this year. We're gonna be back to the normal 12 to 18% maybe 23% in a great company, write this down. Focus on companies with the lowest drawdown. Focus on companies with the lowest drawdown. Mike Novogratz came on here a few weeks ago and told us that minimization of risk is everything. And I know it's much more fun to get 110% gain than focus on a company that's only going to draw down 8% for the year. But you have to look at it. Defense wins championships, especially when it comes to Investing, Uh, and this week my my guy Pete asked me, he's like, hey, are you a believer in crypto? My stance is still the same. I wanna be on the record. I still hate it, but I still am invested in it. The only uh, crypto holder I am in right now is in Bitcoin. And I've had that position for a few years. Kayla came on here and told you guys about Cardano. Cardano hit an all time high and while other cryptos are getting torn apart, uh, Cardano was doing incredibly well. So please be mindful of that. Now write this down. There is a cycle that you'll see. So when negativity is spread it's often to free up shares of the asset. So if I come to you and say, hey man, don't don't invest in Wingstop or McDonald's because I don't know, you know, people don't, people are uh, lending towards or leading towards eating healthy. Don't invest in it. You will see the same thing in, in crypto real estate investing and people are often doing that. And when there's a concerted effort all at one time when everyone is blasting one asset, it's usually because other companies or institutions are trying to get the assets for themselves. This is like investing's version of dry snitching. Like they want to keep you away from certain things to then take advantage of it. And then watch how in two or three months, these assets will go back up the same ones in which people are telling you not to invest in. So be mindful. 23, in 2023, investing is going to be a little bit more difficult if interest rates go up. And here's a cycle that for those of us that are veteran investors, we're gonna see again. Banks are now gonna extend loans to customers with no credit. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. They're going to chop up these assets and put them in tranches again and sell them off to Wall Street. And when everything falls apart, guess who they're gonna blame? The people who were underbanked and had no credit. And they're gonna blame them for the crash while profiting on the upside of giving the loans and shorting the downside, and being the ones who tell the government what to do to get out of the bailout. I'm. I've been told that 2027 is when we're gonna have our next big crash. 2023 is gonna be a smaller crash. And uh, I said squares the new JP Morgan. JP Morgan is behind this trend or leading this trend. But there's 53 million people who do not have a credit score, or they are underbanked. They are looking at that as a huge market. But I want you to see the game inside of the game and understand what's gonna happen. JP Morgan is leading the charge. I want you to go look at the next three or four big banks that are going to be involved in this. So when we have a crash in 2027, you may be able to pick up those assets for cheap. Now, when 19Keys was on, we talked about HoloLens and everything they have. In the beginning, I showed you Microsoft Mesh. This really caught me by surprise. Microsoft has created the first digital DNA hard drive. Let me say it again. They have created the first digital DNA hard drive. We are getting into some fantasy land, scary-ish. And they're going to use it to store and retrieve data. So it stores information in synthetic DNA molecules that are created in the laboratory. So if they have Azure, which is cloud-based, competitor to AWS, and then they start to store all the DNA, put in chat if they can sequence the DNA to understand what can happen, what industries could they be involved in? We're getting involved into scary territory, but I think Microsoft's plan, and I've been telling you guys for two years, Microsoft is gonna be able to get into healthcare. If Microsoft can crack the code for cancer and genetic sequencing, because a lot of the genome companies don't have any profit and the revenue is not as strong as it should, This could be their move into the next 10, 15 years, which gives them uh, a lot more livelihood in life. It's key lesson, the companies with the most capital and best technological advantage will control the future. So I like Neo, right? Neo is solid, not the best company, but they don't have an advantage over Tesla. There are some tech companies that I like. They don't have more capital than Microsoft and Apple. This will be the next frontier. Healthcare is one of the most important spaces and you're gonna see them make an aggressive push into there over the next few years. I wanna give a uh, kudos to my guy Shabazz. So I was walking up the stairs, I hugged trap again for the 15th time. And Matt was like, yo, come over to the bar, get a drink. Um, kudos to the dream team. It was me, Pierre, Dom, Lindsey. We were walking out and this guy grabbed me. He was like, man, I just wanna holler at you real quick. I was like, man, what's up? How can I help? He was like, man, I just made $31,000 today, that Wednesday trading gold futures. I was like, what? I want to put all this business out. But he was like, yo, this is not my first time. This is my third time doing it. So for all of you, I gave a setting last week on last week's episode, trading has considerable risk. The brother put in a lot of work, but I want to use this as a moment of inspiration. There's a lot of money that can be made in these markets. And I'll say this too, for those of you that may be crypto enthusiasts or huge on it, the settings that I've given you, the 72 the 20, 200-day moving average, 150 if you use a 33 moving average as well. You can use that same setup and use it on TradingView or Coinbase Pro to then get into your crypto spaces. We'll talk about it with Matt. You can also use Fibonacci retracements to then dictate when you're going to get into your real estate prices. But I want to give a quick shout out to Shabazz for knocking us out and making 31 grand on futures. Everybody show him love and say great job in chat. So for all of you that love Bitcoin, it was like, yo, it's gonna be a decentralized platform. Look at this, 2.14% of accounts own 94% of Bitcoin. To all this, hey, we're gonna get off the dollar and we're gonna transfer the Bitcoin, the digital currencies. And there was talks even maybe 10 years about the Mero being a dominant force. Listen, 65% of Bitcoin mining is done in China. 7.24% in the US, 6.9% in Russia, 6.17% in Kazakhstan. The rich own most of the Bitcoin. So if they have controlled the dollar and they control all currencies and all commodities, why do you think that they are going to let us control a currency for the first time in history? The game is always the same. They are using us and the media to get us in so if they need to be able to liquidate at any time, same way Elon did, there's enough liquidity there where there is not excessive slippage if you own 800,000 coins. At one point we got to get the Winklevoss twins in because without them, there would be no institutional backing for Bitcoin. They created their blueprint, but they use us retail traders for liquidity. Please be mindful of that. And if Bitcoin were a country, it would be a top 30 energy user. This weekend, everybody went crazy. Oh, this is so inefficient in terms of energy. No one was talking about this last year, the year prior. And to be honest, people do not care about privacy or the environment when they can make profit. That's retail traders included. China is number one, USA is number two, but it is a considerable threat that we have to consider when mining. Um, 592 on Tesla, I called her a couple of weeks ago. If Tesla gets to 480, that'd be another decent spot for you guys to start to build a position. If you're holding for long-term, trading has considerable risk, so does investing. Please hold for the long-term. Some of you have been telling me that you want the best entries on the planet and I've been giving them to you. So please take them a moment to write in chat just one stock that you want me to give out for free for tonight, tonight, where to get in. I got the question, is BYD worth investing in? If you don't have it, please put it on your watch list. Yes, it is definitely worth investing in. And on the Stock Club call tonight, I'll give you guys the price where to jump in. Um, I'll touch on this really quick. I know some of you are starting to say that you don't like reading. If you don't like reading traditional books, audio books is fine and speed them up. And if you can play them on 1.5, that's better. I want to tell you this, a man with no knowledge is the easiest person to rob in business. I need you to arm yourself. The more information that you know, and everyone has a unique gift or a unique insight. Like to be honest, like when I got on live, after we start doing market mondays i get on and watch trap i don't think there's any retail investor on the planet that's better at fundamentals than trap not one like i would get on and be marveled like oh my god like thank god that's my guy we're not competing right i think when it comes to entries i got the best entries on the planet i think uh troy rashad has done the best and they're showing you in real time how to have several assets working for you at one time and that gym that He put out this morning about a certain amount of doors certain amount of coins certain amount of shares fire you guys need to go implement that but until you begin to arm yourself you're always going to be at the mercy of someone else and i do not want that um i
0: told you guys before square is a new jp morgan i'm going to give you a hot take i think gene take your business further with a smart and flexible american express business gold card you can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.
11: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too?
4: GM is the Microsoft of electronic vehicles. Everyone's trying to see who's going to surpass Tesla. Sometimes you have to invest in a number two and be happy. Um, and I don't like many automakers, but with all the competitors that are there, GM is going to be a solid number two or number three in the space that's going to do well for a long time. And I want to touch on this really quick about Elon and his history in South Africa. So anytime I post about Elon, someone's like, yo, but his dad owned a mind and he used the people in South Africa. And that's true. I'm gonna say this again. There are no fortune 50 companies that have a clean history. You guys are telling me this and arguing with me about this on an iPhone and the materials gathered from, or to put to make the chips that go into the iPhone are gathered by children while wearing jays. And we've known for decades that Nike has used child or slave labor. There is no such thing as a hundred percent clean capital that does billions of dollars per year. I hate to break it to you. So yes, I know Elon family has a different history. I also cannot take away the, the work that he's done since 1999. And also I want you guys to stop looking at people as deities and God's even when I met some of these ones, and you're like, "How I look up to you." You to go. I'm like, I'm a normal person. The only thing I did was choose to look at this for hours a day for years. You have the same gift inside of you, but there is no clean capital if they're making billions of dollars and being real with you. Here are the six principles to master the market, and I put this out in 2017, but I think it's more relevant than ever. Number one, do not lose money. I know somebody's gonna say, "How do you do that?" by investing in assets that have a low probability of losing money, right? Number two, don't forget rule number one, which comes from Warren Buffett. Number three, for my traders, only take trades that will not lose. We all know a trading setup, whether it's a breakout, mean reversion, we got a double top, head and shoulders, we got a, a couple handle pattern doing a prime time that we know is going to win. The biggest mistake that we make as traders is taking trades just because we want to take one. Shout out to the dream team. That's why I tell you guys: take perfects only. Rule number four: compound your contracts or stocks after you have mastered your strategy. So at some point you have to scale. So if you if you're trading futures and you're only trading two contracts or five, you're you're capped in how much you're going to make. So I'm going to challenge dream team. I need you guys to start compounding your contracts, like go from four to eight, sixteen, thirty-two, sixty-four. And then for those of you that are buying shares, if you buy hundred shares at a time, when it gets to an ideal position, you have to go 200, then 400. And then once again, going back to and Rashad, you're seeing them double down on content in real time. we started to show like, listen, we got this today, this tonight, this pot, you're seeing them compound once they have a system that works. Please put in chat, compound when I have a winner until they don't do anything. Number five, focus on a long-term portfolio. Even if you have huge gains in your short-term account, go look at the billionaire list that I talked about on Forbes. There are no traders on there with the exception probably of Paul Tudor Jones. That's one out of millions. You have to have your money work for you. And rule number six, never give up more than 1.6% on any one particular trade. The five regrets of the dying. I'll touch on these real quick and we get my guy Matt on. Um, Number one, you wish that you had the courage to live the life that you want. I want everybody to put in here, what is your dream life? Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Man, I can't lie. Like Wednesday hanging out, I'm like, shit, got to do this more. Like, Troy, let's just fly. Let's set up another meetup, go on a meetup tour because we need balance. And truth be told, I've never been at a funeral and thought about doing more work. There's a place for hard work, for sure, but there has to be balance in there. Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings, and especially as Black men. We have to do a better job of saying, bro, I'm sorry, bro, I messed up, bro, can we talk? Opposed to harboring and holding these feelings inside. Number four, I wish I stayed in touch with my friends. Uh, We talked about this last week on the Stock Club call. I know some of you are leveling up and you're thinking like, man, my friends aren't leveling up with me, so I need to leave them to the side. That is the biggest mistake you'll make. There is no business book or Excel sheet or amount of money that will make you so happy that if you lose your best friend that you've been cool with since 1991, that that book is gonna hold you tight and be there for you. Friends and friendships and relationships are the real equity that matter the most. And number five, I wish that I had let myself be happier. Everybody put in chat, I deserve happiness. Every single one of you. And I know everyone's fighting the battle and going through something, but we all deserve to be happy. Trading tip of the month. The only testing that matters is forward testing. So sometimes we'll get a strategy, let's say like the 72 and kudos to you that have been doing a homework and you're like, yo, I went back 10 years to see if this will work. Okay, great. The only test that is really gonna matter is will you fire when it comes to that spot on a 72? And will you take a number of trades, 20 or 30 trades to test it out? What happened in the past is the past. The thing that matters is your own personal execution when you have a strategy. So that goes for indexes, tech stocks, volatile stocks, futures, et cetera. You have to test your strategy going forward. Um, And kudos to Michael Batnick. I wanted to show you this stat that I thought was really fascinating. So this is the 10th time since 2017 that Bitcoin was at an all-time high, then fell 30%. So we talked about Fibonacci retracements before, but you can set an alert at the high at 30% or a 40% drop and then buy there. Please do that because these drops are the best times that you should be looking to buy for the long term. And then to my givers, once again, I was talking to my guy this past week on Facebook, Tom, and the crazy part he said, Man, most people won't execute. I used to try and give away Ethereum, Vet, and Cardano for Christmas, and he told me eight out of 10 people turned them down. Please write this down. Please, I'm begging you. Almost all assets work if you hold them over. 10 years. And I'm still not a fan of crypto. But for those of you who are who are sh- sending me messages like, yo, look at Bitcoin versus S&P over the last 10 or 20 years, there's no comparison. Hold your assets for a 10-year period and things will be a hell of a lot smoother for you. The thing that I am seeing considerably in our culture versus others, they keep telling us to focus on making money fast when the real gem is that you end up making money fast by holding for a long period of time. You don't see Cuban, Novogratz, Winklevoss, Twin, bury anyone talking about taking a one or two year trade on anything because they know that the majority of the profit is gonna come in year three, four and five. Please don't get tricked out of your spot. I love you guys if you enjoyed it. uh, Put some fire emojis in chat and let's get my guy Matt on here with that immaculate haircut on here. Appreciate y'all.
5: Outstanding. Outstanding. You're looking like Steph last night,
4: man. Yeah. You know, trying to, trying to keep the keep
2: job, you know.
4: who <laughs> 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 to Steph. to Steph,
2: for sure. Yeah, great presentation as always. Let's get mad. And Kiana Watson, we can't forget Kiana Watson. Yeah,
4: forget Keanu put some people out of business. I, I got a home girl who was like, yo, hey, you know her? I had to move out of line and she was taking all the business. <laughs>
12: <laughs> so
4: yeah, I was yeah. like, dang,
2: Keanu's
12: quiet
4: killer. <laughs>
2: You got the game on lock.
4: Absolutely. And, and a very kind soul too.
2: Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. One of our favorite alumni. You Matt,
4: go. you still ain't told me where you got that background from. Who I got to pay? Yo, Tukes is right here. He hear you? Tukes.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh. Kiana, how are you? It's What's up, going, y'all. Is that, ladies and gentlemen. Dream, dream team. A star-studded event. Miss yeah. Kiana, how are you?
9: I'm doing wonderful. How are you?
12: Good, good, good. It was
9: a pleasure meeting all you guys again, seeing you again in Atlanta. was a wonderful vibe. We ran, we, ran, we ran into you randomly.
2: It's Atlanta is so crazy. Like, we literally was just in, in some restaurant. Some sushi I'm spot. I'm like, that's Kiana right there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. She was walking down the street. I said, Miss, can I take a picture of you, please? <laughs>
9: and I was, like, I was like, oh, my God, there they are. <laughs> Listen, Atlanta, I told y'all it's time for y'all to come down here. I said that.
4: The energy is amazing. It feels like <laughs> New York and four years ago. Yeah.
9: Right. Oh, and it was so good meeting you. I'm like, oh here, here he is.
2: <laughs>
4: I, I'm honored. I'm honored to just soak up the wisdom. Seriously.
2: You're consistent. I love it. It's a dope vibe. So yeah, so we could jump right into it, but I'll give a quick introduction. MG The Mortgage Guy, I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with Matt. Man, Matt's been around for years as far as I say the leading authority on uh mortgages and lending online. Um, uh, he knows everything when it comes to all of that stuff. Um, so, Matt is an extremely useful resource, and um, Kiana has been on a, on the live podcast and a regular podcast, mm-hmm. and she's a great friend of ours. And she's probably the top realtor in Atlanta. Definitely one of the top realtors so probably, in Atlanta.
4: She's putting people out of business. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I got Doing my best. I'm just
9: doing my best. Let them know, Queen. <laughs>
2: Uh, she got the game a lot. She's a superstar realtor, so I, it's interesting to have her perspective because a lot of times we don't hear from realtors um, uh, and people that's actually selling the homes, and they're the people that probably has their post on the thing more than anybody. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, they actually know what properties are selling, what area is hot, you know, all of that stuff. So um, uh, we couldn't have a real estate conversation without and and and. They are the newest signees to EYL Network. Yeah, yes, yes. Rants yes. and gems. Yes. Rants and gems, Matt, I'm baby. Proud I'm proud of you. This podcast Ooh. debuts June 2nd, right? Yeah. June, June, June 2nd,
3: Wednesday,
2: 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock on Earn Your Leisure YouTube channel, um, all podcast outlets. Yes. Yeah. It's gonna be the number one real estate podcast for sure in the world.
5: Hey, I remember, Matt, when you were on in February and you announced that you're gonna be doing the podcast and you're gonna have a partner. I took a screenshot and people were just saying, I hope it's Kiana. I yeah, hope everybody, everybody was asking I hope that. Hope yeah. I was like, yeah, we got something for y'all.
3: <laughs> yo, look, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real with you guys, man. You know, we've been talking about me doing a pod for I don't know how long, you know what I'm saying? And it's, and I've been like, yo, I don't know. I don't think it's right right now. Let me just time. chill, let me wait. And when it came down to having a co-host, man, I could not pick a better co-host than the Queen of the Mother F and South, Kiana Watson. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, and I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. Me and Kiana, we talk all the time, and when me and her talk, it's like an hour plus conversation off rip. You know what I'm saying? And we both we love red wine, so you know we gotta have the red wine on every conversation going. Right. So. We get the red wine flowing. Next thing I know, we three bottles. We both three bottles in on FaceTime. <laughs> you
9: That's know what funny. I'm saying? i came up with some power plays, though. Power plays.
3: Power plays. Power plays. And Kiana, she's just been dynamic for years on social and real estate. I mean, she's just been killing the game. So why not have a real estate agent, um, excuse me, a real estate broker owner.
9: Appreciate
3: that. You know what I'm saying? My bad. And you know, a mortgage guy like myself, why not us do a podcast? Because, like you said, we have our thumbs on the market for real. The real estate brokers and the loan officers. We know what's happening because we're dealing with the transactionals, we're dealing with the consumer. So, what better co-host to have than the Queen of the South?
4: Yeah, there's a lot of power and partnership.
3: Yes, wow. wow, sir. Shout out to Ian, too, man. Ian's my guy, man. He came at the I bar, man. You. We had
4: some good drinks, good
3: conversation. Shout out to Tony. Um, good time at ATL. Shout out to all the earners. Y'all see what it is. Big earning season right now. Oh,
12: yeah.
9: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's earning season, pandemic yeah, yeah, yeah. season too. Let's <laughs> keep going, man.
9: Listen, y'all up. <laughs> I, I can't even front. I, I was at that event like, whoa. I mean, so much love, so much yeah. love and so much education. I just love seeing us win. And everybody there that I, that I ran into, they were ap- applying the principles that you guys are mm. teaching. And that right there, I mean, so many people say they want to learn and they show up, but they don't execute. Y'all got some earners in here. They're executing. And it was amazing.
3: Big earners in the building (laughs) in ETL this past week. The big earners. Everybody in the building was big earners. And shout out to all the financial literacy community for pulling up too, man. That was all love, man. So many. It was a billion dollars in that room. Easy.
2: I agree. That's a fact. So so let's jump right into this. Uh, Kiana, I'll start with you. So you was telling us what we was eating as far as, I know Atlanta is our second biggest market um, and our second home, and we got a lot of love in Atlanta. And I'm sure a lot of people in this chat right now are from Atlanta or are thinking to move to Atlanta. So can we talk about the Atlanta real estate market right now?
9: Sure, sure, sure. Um, Atlanta, we are really on a really fast pace to grow. So let's just talk about it. Across the country, there was a 15% growth in the real estate market. That's across the country. However, in USA Today, they had an article about three cities that actually grew over 18% in the real estate market through COVID. And Atlanta, Georgia was on that list. It was actually Atlanta, Georgia, Durham, North Carolina, and Austin, Texas. What I want people to realize is that Atlanta, unlike many other cities, yes, we we are experiencing inflation, but Atlanta, we're in the middle of a growth spurt. When I moved to Atlanta 2006, 2007, they said we were gonna be the black Hollywood. So keep in mind, we're just living up to that promise. You earners are coming here and you're earning these, like you're making them earnings and you're driving the price up. So Atlanta, we are in a phenomenal market, but we have historically low inventory. So that is um, that's the that's thorn in our side as a real estate agent. If I had the inventory from two years ago with the clients I got today, It'll be real up and stuck right now. (laughs) All right. but At this moment we have, so, you know, just to kind of add some context. So I want to educate you guys when you were having 12 months of inventory, you know, you're really pretty much in a buyer's market. You come down to six months of inventory, then you really get closer to that neutral market. We have one and a half, 1.2 months of inventory. So that's one month, Mm -hmm. one year, one month, 1.2 months. That's not even a full month. Yeah. We have no inventory to actually support the number of buyers that we have out here, so that's driving the price up. It's simple supply and demand, you know. And this it's pure economics. Any anyone here can speak on that. So we have more demand than we have supplies, driving the price up. It's good, but it's not so good. You know what I mean? So I would say Atlanta right now. If I was looking to invest in Atlanta, I would tell you to do it now because right now is a great time to invest so you can take advantage of these price increases you know people are you know getting amazing equity returns
5: yeah so one of the things that holds people back when uh, not just in land, but you can speak on it is interest rates and i know they were they were pretty low at one point during the pandemic i know they, they've kept up back over 3 what's your outlook on interest rates and what are you seeing are you seeing people doing 15 year conventional loans or 30 year conventional what are you seeing are we buying in cash out there what's going on You you want me to
9: take this or you got this? Well, I can tell you, the money is outside. I I mean, I hate to say it like that, but most people are doing a 30-year fix because the interest rates are so low. But I'm finding more and more cash buyers. And and we used to see that a lot in the lower price points, like 200,000, 300,000. I'll tell you the other day, a, a home that one of my buyers lost an offer on it was listed at 657,000 it sold at 770,000 to a cash buyer Mm -hmm. in Alpharetta Alpharetta Georgia so I say that to say I'm noticing more and more cash buyers. I just reviewed an offer for one of my agents and she just lost an $800,000 house to a cash buyer. So our cash buyers are relocating here to Atlanta. Atlanta is actually number four on the list for the best place to live in the the world. So keep in mind, you have DMV, you have California, you have Miami, all these places are coming here because no matter how, how our prices are, the cost of living in Atlanta is still better than all these other locations.
4: Yeah, this yeah. reminds me a lot. Like, my bad. Come okay, back, go ahead. Go,
9: right no, go ahead.
12: Amy. No, it,
4: this reminds me a lot of two thousand seven. So, Alpharetta and Norcross was like on fire.
12: Yes.
4: Properties were like four hundred thousand. What are some of the best areas in Atlanta to invest in, and do you see any similarities from two thousand seven and eight to now?
9: The only similarity that I see is the demand. We mm-hmm. had we have a lot of demand and a lot of people purchasing, but that's the only similarity because then we had a lot of inventory back in 2006 2007 so you were we were able to actually help those people buy those properties in this particular climate we have no inventory. And on top of that, there's so many more lending restrictions. You just can't walk in a bank and say, hey, I'm a millionaire. My credit score is 700. Give me a house. Now they want your blood, your sweat, your tears, your husband's <laughs> blood, your dog. Unless food. you come you know,
4: on with you cash. You yeah. know, you can't
9: just walk in there. There's so many layers. So you can't do that. But the areas that I see that I think that most people really want to pay attention to is the part of Marietta that's by the Brave Stadium, that's 30039, if I'm not mistaken, mistaken but that specific zip code where the Brave Stadium is, Brookhaven, 30319, it is um yeah. It's popping because it's right outside of Buckhead and it's not overly saturated, so you want to go there. Um, we also have the Westview, West End area, which we saw significant growth with them last year to the point where the mayor put a hold on permits because the prices were increasing so much and a whole lot of modern, new modern builds are being built. So anything within the city of Atlanta, yes, East Atlanta, 30317, West Atlanta, 30318. Um, people, West Atlanta is really, really growing um, because they've created their own city within the city. And that used to be Bankhead, you know I yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Hanghead, shout out! To, shout, out to <laughs> shout out! But
9: they got, so, they, got, they,
2: got the, they got the um belt line right. Yes,
9: mm-hmm. yes. So the Atlanta belt line is attracting so many people, and it's really um adding that convenience here because that's the only thing that we didn't have. You know, we didn't have the convenience of a belt line. We didn't have that indoor outdoor living, but now we have that in Atlanta, and it's growing significantly. More restaurants, more um buildings are coming here. It's just amazing.
2: Well, that's a fact. Let me, Matt. Let me ask you. For two questions, I want to get your take on the interest rate question since you you're in that you're in that world, and then also um, I hear mortgages for second homes are skyrocketing right now. So, what's your take on those two different things? Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely, man. So interest rates right now, I would say for the loan applications that I see, I'm seeing more thirty year fixed than anything. Right, it's just to me the most cost effective way to purchase a home, versus going to a fifteen or twenty year mortgage. Um, so most of the applications that me and my team see is all 30 FX, right? Interest rate-wise, FHA still at an all-time low. Um, depending on property type, loan amount, you can be anywhere in that 2.625% range, maybe to like 3%, just dependent on credit scores, property type, and um, loan amount. Um, but rates are still... Extremely low, you know, conventional mortgages, you know, high twos, low threes, again, depending on credit score, property type, loan amount. So rates are fairly, fairly, fairly still low. Um, still at historical rates. Money is the cheapest as it's ever been over the past couple of years. So definitely don't wait, don't hesitate in my Troy voice. Yeah, <laughs> because it's here today and gone tomorrow. Um, now, as far as mortgages for second homes, I mean, this is, you know, happening all over the country because of COVID, because of the pandemic, people can work from home. People are making more money because they're investing. So you now you have these luxuries where you don't have to stay in New York 24 seven to go to work, companies are now embracing people working home and working on Zoom. So now you have places like Miami, for example, their luxury market with second homes is up 101% year over year. Like it's absolutely insane right now when it comes to this, right? and Over the past 11 months, mortgage applications for second homes are up over 178%. You know what I'm saying? Year over year, and it's on 11-month straight growth streak. So it's absolutely incredible. This is the time for those who have money to be able to go ahead and and buy second homes. Um, You can use these second homes as Airbnb, so they can serve for a two-for-one, right? When you go out of town, you can go visit... You can stay there with your family, your friends or whoever. And when you're not there, you can Airbnb it and it kind of, it can pay for itself. So it's a double edged sword, so to speak. So those second homes, you know, look into it people, man. I mean, you got so many good areas, Poconos, Miami, you know, whatever your budget, is, and if you're dealing with vacation areas, especially now, America's reopened. Look at the CDC. they finally going to open up New York in two days. You know what I'm saying? Like,
12: yeah. see,
3: see, <laughs> CDC is saying, forget your mask. Go outside. Live la vida loca. You know what I'm saying? Future
12: Somebody
5: put future on right now.
3: Mask off. Mm. Be careful. You know, <laughs> but be careful. I'm going to still be outside in my mask. Yeah, I ain't going hold yeah. y'all up. It's interesting
4: with Cuomo, he got in that scandal, and all of a sudden, he's Lifting everything in New York, so be, be mindful. We
5: can we
2: can hang out all night now, Matt. Yeah. Matt, well, you <laughs> we was in that event in Atlanta. There's no point in ever wearing a mask again. <laughs> i <I'm not, I'm, laughs>
4: I was terrified. I'm like,
3: Yo, I ain't gonna hold you up. I was kind of nervous, but was like, no, kind of. Yo, my sisters are texting me like, "Where's your mask? Where's your mask?" I'm like, I got
5: cursed what do you up. Know.
2: Dad, I heard about that. I heard dad, about that. My dad cursed me out, man. I heard about that.
4: <laughs> Mine's coming tomorrow, and my mom. she you was out there with no mask in Atlanta? I was <laughs> in my pocket. That's a fact. You know, <laughs> I'm like, what, you, what he can,
9: what that can you do? Was the best. Post in my- a picture. He looked so miserable with that mask in his hand. Like he was just like he yeah. was <laughs> <pressure> <laughs> to take it off. Because
4: I want to be personable and talk to people and not be rude <laughs> to keep the mask on. But I'm like, if these spores get in my body, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> Like I'm on I Am Legend, <laughs> like, what you Welcome doing out here, Fred? Man,
5: I'm going to be upset. No, it's a blast from <laughs> oh, man. We want to spend down in Atlanta. Shout out to everybody in Atlanta that kept in Shout food. out to ATL, Wakanda.
9: Yeah, on this. Shout out to Atlanta. We kept the economy moving, OK? All of y'all was in Atlanta all last year. Quit playing. We was the only thing over. there. That is a fact. That
2: guilty.
5: is a fact. We'll go together. MG. Well, one of the major issues uh, during the pandemic, obviously, was uh, the mortgage forbearance. And, you know, the biggest problem was that tenants didn't have to pay rent for, uh, for a period of time. What's the update with that? Do, are we seeing the numbers have continued or are we seeing a decrease in that?
3: Yeah. So, I mean, everybody thinks the market is going to crash. Um, and one of the reasons they think the market is going to crash is because of everybody who had to go into forbearance agreements, right? And I tried to tell people a year ago, like, look, that don't mean anything. They're gonna do everything in their power to make sure that these people don't foreclose. But if you look at the data, right? If you look, if you look at the data, as of last week, um, forbearances are down eleven straight weeks. Right? That's number one. So people are exiting these forbearance plans and paying their mortgage on time, which is a great thing, right? The number of borrowers in in forbearance is now 2.1 million compared to last year when it was over 4 million people, June of last year in forbearance, half of that is now out of forbearance and back to paying their mortgage. Now, if you look at how many loans are in forbearance, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, which is basically conventional mortgages, have about... 2% of their portfolio that are in forbearances right now.
8: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMT platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer.
6: If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at trylifemd.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying.
8: It's fun to put on genes that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend.
6: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
3: Jenny May, which house FHA loans, has about a little bit under 6% about 5.61% of their total portfolio in COVID-19 relief forbearance. And then if you even look at um, private money, portfolio loans, private label securities, that's right around 8% that's currently in forbearance. So when you look at these numbers, right, as a whole, and you're talking about conventional FHA mortgages, I mean, you're talking conventionals under 2.5% of their portfolio in forbearances. Like, that is nothing compared to the grand scheme of things. So for the folks out there who've been waiting for the forbearances and I'm gonna see what's gonna happen and blah, 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 blah. Let me tell y'all what's going to happen. and mark my words, clip this shit, Rashad, and I'm telling you what's going to happen. Those folks who want forbearance, a great percentage of them did not need to go in no damn forbearance. They manipulated the damn system as they should, right? Get what you gotta get. And those people, and I'm telling you because a lot of them are big earners and it was in the building talking to me at the ATL, Private EYL University event, saying, yo, Matt, I saved up 100 bands. I saved up 50K. I, fa- I saved up 75K. I'm now getting out of forbearance. I have enough money to buy two investment properties now. What should I do?
12: Mm-hmm.
3: People know what's gonna happen. Now all of these folks are gonna come in the marketplace with all the cash that they didn't spend on mortgage payments, they're going to throw all that back in, all that money on the back end of their mortgage, and they're going to have all this capital now to come into the market and compete with all the first time home buyers, which is only going to do what, guys, continue to drive the prices up. So don't think because you see all these people with forbearance and et cetera, et cetera, don't think that people are struggling out here. People are out here getting money. Now, there's a lot of people who are not getting money. Let's, I'm not trying to overlook those folks. There's a lot of people who struggle, who needed this forbearance assistance because they lost their jobs, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a large portion that didn't really need it. They just took advantage so they could go ahead and make other plays. So I don't think there's going to be a crash because of the forbearances. Now, as far as evictions and um, foreclosure moratoriums, June 30th is the day, June 30th, 2021. That is the day it's supposed to to expire. But I personally think the Democrats are gonna kick this down a can, probably a couple more months. You have certain cities and states that have their own moratoriums that supersedes what the government is saying. So if you're buying investment properties, please do your due diligence, know what the state level requirements are for foreclosures and moratoriums, because I think like New York is um, a moratorium until August, right? If the federal government says now you can evict and foreclose New York, you still can't do it. So you just got to be mindful of these things and do your due diligence on a state level or county level if you're buying investment properties when it comes to, you know, these evictions and and, and foreclosures.
4: Matt, I got a question for you. So what are the advantages of paying your mortgage off weekly opposed to monthly in terms of interest? And then what are the signs of a bubble and what you would say, okay, things have gotten out of hand. We probably are going to have a crash.
3: So if you pay your mortgage bi-weekly, it's, you know, you're know you paying bi-weekly payments, you can pay off your mortgage in 22 and a half years if you pay bi-weekly. So you're saving on the long-term of interest, but make sure you're financially um, able to afford to pay your mortgage bi-weekly. A lot of people are not able to do that. And if you're not, you can essentially do the same thing by just making one extra principal payment. Um, annually on your mortgage. Now, tax season, tax season is here. The deadline was today. A lot of you filed your taxes. A lot of you are going to get nice refunds. If you want to beat the interest trap, so to speak, and pay down your principal, you can use your tax refund every single year and just pay pay an extra principal payment towards your moment your mortgage. But make sure you you specify that is to principal balance only. Yeah. Because if you just give the bank money, they're gonna put it to, to what they wanna put it to. And they're gonna say, oh, you just paid us three months in advance on your mortgage payment versus paying down your principal balance. Now, as far as a bubble is concerned, you know this market is really tough to kind of predict a bubble in my opinion, because it's so much unknown still. Like we really don't know how these numbers are gonna look um, when people actually can start getting For um, foreclose and evictions on but i'm going to stick to my guns and tell you guys probably 2023 is where you're going to see some sort of correction um maybe summer third quarter fourth quarter maybe third quarter 2023
4: summer
12: yeah
3: i'm thinking when it's going to start happening maybe late third quarter um where you're going to start seeing some sort of correction that's going to happen in in the marketplace kiana you want to jump in on this one too
9: yeah, because see, that's where we, we, we agree to disagree on that point. And that's just because I'm doing so much research on the market. So let's be mindful. I was reading this article. So let's not even talk about resale opportunities. Let's talk about new construction opportunities. They slow down on building right now to cr- keep up with the demands right now. They would have to build 4 million houses mm-hmm. on average. United States was building 1.1 million houses a year up until 2014, and they slowed that down to about $700,000 a year, so 700,000 homes a year. So we are down 300,000 homes per year leading up until this time. Now, and we're also experiencing what is a lumber shortage. Mm -hmm. Lumber costs are up 250% and rising, Mm -hmm. and rising. And I can give you guys an example. I have clients under contract with new construction, which for me, it was like the safe bet in this crazy market. Now you have builders in the middle of contract coming back, raising prices, 30 and 40,000 in the middle of contracts to make up for the lumber shortage, to make up for the cost that they're incurring. So when I look at it from just a simple standpoint of look at the demand of people, look at the supply, look at the amount that it's going to take to build these properties. They're saying basically every new construction property now, just on average, is costing at least $40,000 more. $36,000 to be exact per Mm -hmm. property. So when people think about a correction, I want you to think of a correction to be a slowdown. That means a little less demand, a little less 15, 20 offers to every house. But a correction to me is not the price is going to go from 800,000 to 400,000. I just can't foresee the market making that type of correction with the cost of building costing so much. You know, you can't tell me You know, that's the thing about it. You can't tell me back in the day I could get a a double whopper for a dollar. Now it's four dollars. McDonald's is not going to go back and take it down to a dollar. No, if you could pay it then, you're going to pay it now. So when you look at inflation, um, I was, I just, I actually just put this on my page. You look at inflation, the last time we um, experienced this was in the seventies, right? So in the seventies, there was an 11% growth in inflation. Most people thought it wouldn't last. So you went from being able to purchase a house for 23,000 it went up to 53,000. We're in the middle of inflation Mm
1: -hmm. and
9: when the market does correct itself and when it does slow down, the price is still going to be up. (laughs) You know, I just think the demand is going to be a little less. I feel like we're going to have a little bit more inventory and it's not going to be so cutthroat where if you're asking for $500,000 for your house, I can give you 500,000 and I can walk away as opposed to you asking for 500,000 and I got to give you 600,000 just to be competitive. That's yeah. what I want to see because the numbers don't substantiate so it. We don't have enough inventory. The also, ones, you know.
3: Also, I want people to look at this too, right? Kiana gave great examples. Home was listed for six fifty. It sold for seven seventy. I think you said all. Seven
9: seventy thousand. Right? I got a screenshot. I'll screenshot. post on my story after this. Make <laughs> oh, sure I-
3: y'all go to Kiana Watson's IG page and see <laughs> that in the stories. But let me tell you this, right? That seven seventy is now the new comp. So when people are saying, hey, I don't want to overpay and the price, home prices are ridiculous, you got to understand, every home that's closing above price is being recorded at that number. Mm-hmm. The recording does not say the home appraised for X. The recording only says it's sold for X. So understand, everything that's closed this year are comps for people who are going into contract in September because appraisers are looking back six months. So these prices, guys, they ain't going to get no lower. Yeah. So you might as well jump in right now. While not for there. the next couple
4: of years. Yeah.
3: Not for the next couple of years. There will yeah. be some sort of correction like we all agree on at some point. Yeah. None of us have a crystal ball, but at some I, point. I
4: do, for the record. My bad. I forgot. Ian
3: has the crystal I ball, because he'll tell you down to the cent. You know what I mean? And be spot on about that ish. Ian, let me borrow that one day. We need that. I for got the you. If you
4: give me the background, I got you on a crystal ball, bro. I already gave you my barber. What else you need from me, Ian? The the, the barber and the backdrop. <laughs> I think that's
2: a fair exchange for the crystal ball. Yeah, but I, we got two questions. Kiana. Well, first of all, the 6,200 people on YouTube right now appreciate y'all. If you can like, take a second, appreciate you like, guys so much. Like the video, we greatly appreciate it. Um, it's helpful. Um, Kiana, so there, there's a lot of people that are trying to buy homes for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you as a realtor, what are some tips that you can give for first time home buyers? Like what should they have in order? What should? What are some common mistakes that you're seeing uh, for people that's buying homes that just may not be knowledgeable of like what to do and what not to do?
9: I personally think some common mistakes are, one, you're choosing the wrong real estate professionals to represent you. Shout out to my, t- and, I, and I say that, shout out to my agents. I say that to say, because when you get the right agent, they know how to finesse your offer in such a way where you'll win. Oftentimes you think it's all about, oh, I just got to spend over over the purchase price. And a lot of times it's the relationship. A lot of times it's also other parts of the offer. So when you're meeting with your loan officer, don't just get pre-qualified. At this point, you need to be just a little step further than being a pre-approved as well. I need you to have gone through underwriting. We need to be able to give you a very short contingency on your finance, seven days or less. So that way, your financing contingency is in place to protect you. Under normal circumstances, we could do 21 days, 30 days financing contingencies. Nobody flinches. In this market, they're looking for four or five, seven day financing contingencies. That means when you choose your lender, your lender has to do the work up front before you actually even get to the house. They're going to have to really dig into your financing up front and do a lot of upfront work. Where really. It's hard to do because we're all busy, but you gotta find a lender that's willing to put in the work so you can have an attractive offer out here. Um, I think that we want to just neg- just delete seller's contribution from your um, from your con- from your your conversation. They're about
3: to get Stop. at
2: you, queen.
9: The sellers, the (laughs) sellers, the sellers are not,
3: they're not
2: doing it. I was watching it. I was
9: watching it. I saw, I was like, I was seeing it blink out. Like the sellers aren't contributing. Um, So, so you just can't, the sellers aren't contributing to the closing (laughs) costs because they don't have to, you know, and I think that we missed the mark because we think that they're supposed to, where in reality, the rules say they can, that doesn't mean they have to do it. I can contribute and I am going to contribute is two different things. So if you're competing against five different offers, and I want to break it down in layman's terms, if I'm trying to sell you this apple for $5, right? And Troy, you told me to give you $2 to buy my $5 apple. But Rashad, you said, I'm going to give you your full $5. And then Matt was like, forget both of them. I'm giving you $10 for the $5 apple. I'm going to Matt. And that's how the sellers are looking at it. You know, and a lot of times I think we're forgetting that the sellers are in this to sell their property and become earners. They want to earn. They're trying to make money. So get you the right agents to help navigate and then also make some sacrifices. I feel like a lot of times that we start, you know, you got this idea of a certain specific house in a certain area with the picket fence and the pool. And I think that we have to step back and say, you know what, let me look in different adjacent areas that may not have as much demand. Um, That way you can be more successful in your endeavors to purchase a home because it's going to be the the hottest house on the block and the top rated school district is going to be very difficult for you to compete against. So let's just kind of navigate and just say, you know what, owning a property with the way that appreciation values are throughout the country is much better than renting. So let me change my expectations and get somewhere adjacent so I can own a property and just make that first step towards building generational wealth.
3: Let, let me, let me add on that one. Right. So Kiana said the inventory is at 1. 1.2, one month, two days of inventory. Right. right. So for your first time home buyers or anybody that's out there in the marketplace, stop looking at new listings. Number yeah. one, you need to start looking at listings that's over 30 days because something's wrong with that yeah. property. There's something happening. There's a reason why it hasn't, hasn't sold on, under contract. So, number one, those are the properties that you guys should be going after. Number one, days on market, pay attention to that. It's on every Zillow listing. Your realtor can provide you that information. That is a key. If you see anything above 60 days, that might be your opportunity to get in in this crazy market. Number two, Kiana's speaking more about the retail market, right? When you're gonna have those shiny houses, those swim communities, et cetera, et cetera. You guys gotta stop looking at the retail market and go to the distress market, go to the market where, hey, in that neighborhood, in that swim community, there may be a home or three that may not have all the updates that, that you will want. And now you have to use rehab loans, two or three Ks, Fannie Mae Homestyle, whatever you pick your poison, right? To so now go ahead and, and get the renovation and mortgage in and one loan and, and get a fixer upper. Those homes, from what I'm seeing with my business, my buyers are winning their offers because it's less competition, because people are afraid to do renovation, to do rehab. They don't know they can get the rehab money. They think it's too expensive. They need to move in tomorrow versus being a little bit patient and moving in in a couple weeks or a couple months. That's where you guys want to play at. If you want to get in this market, you have to start thinking like the investor and stop playing where everybody else is playing. When everyone is going right, you need to go left. Absolutely. I- you yeah. know what I'm saying? And there's opportunities out there. You just gotta have patience and have the right real estate professional, like Kiana said. That's gonna that has their pulse on the market and know how to find these properties.
4: Can I share a secret real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a house is worth a hundred and Matt bids one twenty-five, and then like Kiana said, if Rashad bids one fifty, everyone write this down. That is called a limit up. I'm gonna share a secret. There's a reason why I started with the big short. The number one market maker right now in the rental community and uh, buying of these assets, Blackstone, JP Morgan, Berkshire Hathaway. Mm. So when I've been telling you guys for all these months, you need to learn how to invest and how to trade. Because guess what? The easy gains came out of the stock market. Now, where did they go? Real estate. Real estate. So now if, that's why I always tell you guys, it's not one or the other. It is both. I'm always say
8: it. I'm tell my dad, I messed up, I should have listened. He was teaching me What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat, picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket, outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify?
4: There's some boys in the hood was out and I did not listen. I'm like, I don't want no properties for 800 a month. And I'm like, I could have had 80 properties by now. It's yeah. both. But now the biggest players in stocks and investing are buying these and pushing these prices up. The reason if, if interest rates go up in 2023 and they have to readjust their books, be careful. Because if they let these properties go that they are then renting and they go into all these other tranches or they flood the market because of a crash, an opportunity will be there. But I want you guys, even when you're buying a house, you have to know who the market maker is. Elon was the market maker for Doge and partially Bitcoin. The hedge funds are the market makers for real estate. Trust me, they have both down to a science, real estate and the stock market together. They are not separate, they are a team. Great.
2: Oh yeah. Let's get some questions from from the public. I'm sure that they got a lot of questions in regards to real estate. Um, so yes, EYL University, uh, guys have access to some Zoom, so. Shout out to the earners. Yeah, shout yeah. out
9: to all the earners in the building.
2: Yeah, Pearson, what's
5: going I on? Put
9: that tip in. I, put, I wrote that down.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to help. What's up, Pearson? Hey, how's
4: it going? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, good evening, how are you? Thank you, thank you. It's been a while, I've been trying to get my question, but hey, I appreciate everything y'all do. And um, honestly, I have a question for Ian. end, actually. Okay. Um, I've been studying this risk that you've been talking about, like systemic and unsystemic, and I've been reading this book called The Great Crash in 1929. Mm, okay. You, and um, You mentioned something about studying recessions, and I'm like, okay, let me go look at these recessions. So in 1927, Henry T. Ford shut down the plant in order to start reproducing the Model A's, if I'm not mistaken. And my question for you is what type of risk is this? And also in the near future, do you see any company be able to have the same effect that the Ford plant had and causing a a mini recession like this? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Any company, technically, if this does not go well with Tesla, with what's happening in China and then being squeezed by the Chinese government, Mm -hmm. that will be, they will be the fall guy. So in the same way Bernard Bernard Madoff got blamed for the crash, he wasn't the sole person in that because he was chairman of NASDAQ. You guys can go read on that. If Tesla falls apart and Tesla historically does drop 50% from its high, that's why it was so tough to hold it pre-Kathy. Kudos to Deborah. Like we will buy Tesla and it like, man, it would cut 40% in two months. And if they do not get this stuff under control and revenue is strong enough by 2023, they could call, they will be the, get blamed for the crash and that will start a trickling effect. Um, but great job on doing the research. I do think since Matt and the queen is here, you should ask them something. Cause it then ties into the real estate market as well. But, um, absolutely amazing question. Then of, of course, if Microsoft, Apple, Google, they ever have any big issues, they will, they will definitely like if Apple falls apart 20%, it would destroy our economy for probably a one or two year period as well but
5: that, that won't happen. Let me ask that question, Ian. That's the first company I thought of. I'm like, it, it, it would be Apple for me if, if something drastic happened to Apple, the wealthiest company in the history of our country. That
2: Yeah. That, that As my good.
4: grandmother would say, it's all over but the shouting at that point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're in trouble.
2: Now Matt's yeah. It's like- Down you know, goes Matt. It's like musical chairs. The
4: last I'm one. right, is, right. The last right. one is standing. That's we need to invest that. in a battery
5: company.
12: Yeah.
5: <laughs> I do. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, man, let's back. go to, I
12: think, I think
5: uh, to back. we can hear you, man. We just can't see you. Tim, what's going on? You've been unmuted. And unmute yourself. What's happening, people? What's going on? Everything good. good.
12: How are you? I'm right, good.
5: Great, great, great.
4: Listen, I, I, I don't have a real estate question at the moment, but I do have a question about uh, when to exit a stop. I know you talk about entry points um, mm-hmm. a lot, and I think I got that down, Pat. Thank you, Ian. Thank you for all that. So I'm trying to figure out how to exit my position. Okay. I'm going to ask this in the form of a question back to Keanu. Uh, if I bought uh, something in Alpharetta, let's say I bought three single family homes that are 3,600 square feet in Alpharetta in 2007, when should I get rid of them?
9: Oh, you bought it in 2007, you have three. You want to mm-hmm. get rid of all three or just a few? I would say at the very least, I would keep one. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would sell two get the pro- net proceeds from the other two and then use that as leverage to purchase more.
4: How long would, do you think I should hold that one primary one?
9: Honestly, it just depends. Alfreda is moving on up. I will hold mm-hmm. it in this specific season until the end of this year and let's see how volatile the market is because we are predicting some market corrections. And mm-hmm. if these are just investment properties, you wanna buy and hold and you have to sell at the top of the market before the correction comes in 2023.
4: Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, brother, She just told you the answer. So if I've been having that since 2007, like a 13 to 15 year period is ideal. I know um, some people like, hey, I know Josh was talking last week about, sometimes you don't know when a company is going to last 10 years or 15 years. But technically, if you are in a good stock, you don't want to sell it. The same people in 89 and 90 and 96 is like, yo, it's over for Apple. The same articles get reprinted every four years. This is going to be the Coca-Cola killer. Monster beverages and good and da 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 Like if you, if I'm talking to you one-on-one, if you are investing in the top 20 company, I would hold a minimum 20 years. You mean to tell me you think LeBron can pay, play 20 years, but a stock can't survive 25? No, but everybody wants to flip. But once you get to year 10 and it's still rolling, the money on the back. And that's why I would say like, when I go back to 2005, when I was in college in 2004, I've missed out on millions of dollars not investing $1,000 in the market in Apple. And, I, and people like, yo, I didn't have it. Y'all had refund checks. <laughs> Y'all blew them on J's just like I did in threes. And, you know, I was wearing Versace and Prada and thought I was, all oh, stupid. That's what, I was stupid. Had I put, like, man, I would have been Donatello and Gianni right now. had I put that shit in the Apple. Yeah. Wow. So hold it for, if I'm talking to you one-on-one, 20 years minimum, man, if it's quality.
5: Wow, okay, okay, Damn. Appreciate you, Tim. Yeah. If it's a
4: trash company, uh,
5: 366 days. <laughs> <laughs> Long-term capital. Hey Matt, real quick. Cause, uh, I see a couple of earners that had, had, had this question about forbearance. Is there any effect on your credit score? Because some people were asking if does it affect, is there any legislation that says that and how would I go about getting my next property if it does? Yeah, no, it's, if you're in a COVID-19
3: relief forbearance, then no, it should have no bearance on your credit. So a lot of people, um, went into some sort of forbearance prior to COVID-19 before all these laws came out. And those people unfortunately got affected. But if you took out a specific COVID-19 relief, then it should have no bearance on your credit scores. Now, once you come out of forbearance, you have to make three consecutive payments on your mortgage. And then you'll be eligible to refinance or even purchase a new property, um, with with no um, with no damage to you. So the forbearance, in all honesty, um, really didn't hurt people. You know, there was a, in the beginning, it was a lot of uncertainty about what was going to happen. Even me, I put out a video saying you should kind of wait before you do a forbearance if you really don't need it. Don't do it because who knows? The banks are always out there to get you. But, you know, I got I to gotta give it to the government and give it to the banks, man. They really stepped up and really tried to help as many people as they could, especially if you were a homeowner. Um, they kind of bailed out people who really needed to bail out. So if you're in a forbearance, come out of it, make three consecutive payments. And if you have, if you stacked your money, now you have the opportunity to go invest. If you have equity in your property, you can do a cash out refinance without a problem and um, get some equity, pull some of that equity out and go buy real estate. So um, the forbearance didn't really hurt people. It actually helped a lot of people, you know, get back on their feet. I can't tell you how many people paid off all their bills during the forbearance. And now they're debt-free except for their mortgages because they, they were able to take six, seven months off of paying their mortgage. So it actually helped out a lot of people.
2: Yeah, yeah. best in the
3: business. M- they didn't do
4: it because they were nice people. If they wouldn't have, it would have bankrupted our country.
3: No, no we, Let me let me be clear. <laughs>
12: They did
4: it because
3: they had no choice. <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying? Like, this, I tell, this is what I tell people all the time, Ian. This crisis is different from the subprime absolutely crash. You know, subprime crash was because of greed, ultimately. Yes. This pandemic absolutely. was health-related. It was nobody's fault. Well, if you ask Trump, he'll probably tell you something different. <laughs> <laughs> this was nobody's fault. So how can you blame the everyday homeowner whose job just got shut down and people were dying and getting sick and in the hospital it was a scary time in america for a couple couple months right so um you know kudos out to the to the government for doing what they had to do and stepping up no matter who you who you're a fan of democrats republicans it don't matter we're all human at the end of the day and um I, I thought it was very it was a good thing that happened that
5: they stepped in and did what they did nice nice carry Ann, we coming to you Unmute yourself you've been unmuted what's going on
10: Ms. Kiana, how you doing? Hi, how are you? In the chat, I said you had that wealthy Black woman uh, accent. It's like, you just, I'm just going to let her talk and just wash the poverty away from me because her <laughs> voice was like amazing.
9: Well, wow, thank you. I appreciate that.
10: How are you doing? Well, my question to you guys was, you just talking about forbearance. And when they mentioned that in the chat, I was thinking about like how we have the student loan issue coming up. So if you take that into account, right? How do you think that will affect the market as far as the people that were able to not pay student loans, right? They got that break. They also weren't able to pay their mortgages. I think at some point that's gotta come to a head. So for me, not being a homeowner right now, I keep hearing 2023, so I'm like, all right, so I I should just keep stacking my money, keep buying my stocks until 2023, and then have that lump sum ready to jump into the market. Is that a good strategy?
9: It's the finesse for me. (laughs) I'm gonna let MG take that one, but you know one thing about student loans is they keep changing these laws and how they want to count these student loans against you when it comes time for home ownership and I can see them making another change because of the amount of people with forbearance to still open the doors to home ownership but I'm gonna let MG take that one
3: yeah I think student loans are um interesting topic yes you know it's definitely hindering a lot of people from qualifying, especially if you're trying to go FHA and you're in deferment, but there are options, man. You can go conventional, you know, people think, you know, FHA is the only way to go when you have student loans. And it's not the case Just go conventional. And if you're an in- income-based repayment plan, and if that documentation states that your payment is $1, the bank will use that as your as your payment for a conventional mortgage so student loans don't hurt nobody only if you're trying to go fha now i do believe the government at some point will be forced to do some sort of forgiveness because what i personally think is going to happen people just going to say f these student loans we ain't paying them we don't care what you say and yeah, they're gonna yeah, have yeah. to come out with some sort of forgiveness, some cancellations, some something, because the student loan market is probably going to be the next thing to crash. I think student loans are on the clock. Sally Mae, you on the clock, baby? Like be
5: the greatest crash in the history of the
3: on the
12: clock.
10: Navient
5: too. let on the clock. <laughs> the federal student loans—they push it back to September. So I actually have student loans, and so. They they obviously uh, are in forbearance to the end of September. So I'm just waiting myself. Like, obviously, no interest was a, was a great incentive if you decide to pay it. But like they said, with the administration said there's going to be something given us, whether it's 10000 or up to $50,000, i am waiting to see.
2: And also, also, it's one of these things that all investments work the same way, where they all come Thanks. down, they all come down, but the problem with trying to time the market whether it's the stock market or real estate is that you could be waiting for a long time. So like when I came into the business of a financial advisor in 2007, I came in during the recession and at least in New York, that's the last time real estate prices was really dropped drastically. So they will drop again, but let's say you were waiting for a drop after 2007. Oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, you, would you, would have you would have been waiting 14 years to buy real estate in New York because it hasn't really had a significant, we've had drops, but, not a significant drop like it was back then. So yeah, it might come next year. It might come in five years. So you might wait 20 years for that to happen. Same thing with the stock market. Like, you know, if 2007 was a perfect opportunity to buy stock and then last year was another perfect opportunity. But in between that, the stock market went up. We have pullbacks here and there, but we didn't have a major crash. We didn't have a bear market from 2017 to 2020. That's 13 years. So mm for a bear market to invest money in the stock market, you would have been on the sideline for 13 years. So I say that to say, yeah, nobody wants to buy at a high, but sometimes in life, you just have to realize that depending on what your goals are and what you're looking to do, um, you could be potentially waiting for the perfect time and the perfect time is not coming anytime soon.
9: Oh, that's so, that's so true. The yeah. cost of waiting is, 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 is going <laughs> to get really expensive for a lot of you all. I really think so. I think the cost of waiting is going to get so expensive because when you look at the timeline of what the corrections and the predictions of the market are going to come, I mean, I'm not sure about you all, but sometimes it's not that deep. Sometimes it's not about, I think we all get caught up and I want to be an investor. Sometimes it's just buying that first house, living in that first house bettering your situation, bettering your financial situation, and then a couple of years from there being able to turn that first home into a rental property or get and pull the equity out and buy something else. It doesn't have to be that complicated. You know, I have clients that do this every single day. All they did was just buy their first house. Now mm-hmm. today they got a hundred thousand dollars plus equity. They're pulling that out and now they're able to invest because they're more educated. They're ch- they've changed their financial circumstances and they're in a different space. So Sometimes it's just, just buy the first house and not think that you're waiting for something detrimental to happen. Because when the market did crash in 07, 08, let's also keep in mind, we we'll also crash jobs.
4: Absolutely. Jobs went
9: away as yep. well. So you guys are waiting for the market to crash, for the real estate market to crash. And at that same time, your job could be in jeopardy simply because you're waiting for something like that to happen.
4: And I'm, you won't be able to get financing. Nope.
3: 100%. And I, I 1,000... 000- percent agree with everything kiana just said but i don't think you guys really understand what you're asking for you know what i'm saying like you don't want to see a market crash you don't want 08 09 2010 to come back around trust me i was in this full time you don't want that people real people like Mm -hmm. yo we're humans first things first and when people lose their house this is a family that lost their house so you gotta Mm -hmm. really be mindful what you guys are praying for you know what i'm saying like real people got hurt and we got to stop being savages at the same time. Yes, there will be opportunities. Yes, we want to pounce on those opportunities. But really think what you're asking for, man. You're asking for people to families, not people, families.
4: You're asking for families to be put out. Yes. Stiles of abuse goes up. Yes. Domestic violence goes up like crazy. Suicide yes. rates go up. Murders go up. Like, I know you guys are looking at it from the lens of a good deal, but there's a lot of blood on your hands yes. when these crashes happen as well. It's not fun, no. it's not fun. So please be my, and last year, like if you were scared to buy stocks last year in March and April, you f- for damn sure won't be ready to buy a house in a crash. And no. unless you bring all cash to the table. Yeah. Then I, they're not gonna clear those deals. I agree.
9: Yeah, that was a terrible time. You know,
4: yeah, I you
3: know, had
9: to Atlanta by myself in 06. No family, no friends, nothing. 07, I got my real estate license. 08, 09, I was like, oh my. Oh. It was,
4: Oh. and gas was high as hell.
9: Gas was high. Everything I was on
4: 400, was like, dear baby Jesus of Nazareth.
9: Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Dad.
4: Atlanta gas right now looking like 09.
9: Like, man, man. Sure was I'm damn near five
3: dollars to fill up.
9: I'm scared to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: the
12: gas. yeah. Yes. Yes, Christy.
5: Carrie Ann, we thank you for your question. We appreciate you. Thank
12: you. So
9: thank much. you, Carrie Ann. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie Ann. That is
2: a fact.
5: Let's see. Um, can I ask some great questions every fight? time.
2: you want to have money on the side if you can, if you're fortunate enough. Shout out to Rose. That's something that he he spoke about. That's something that we always say as far as, you know, um, opportunity. When opportunity presents itself, you have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to be prepared with knowledge, but let's be honest, you also have to be prepared with capital. And then you have to be prepared with credit also. Shout out to them 500 And there's different other ways how you can be prepared, whether you take equity out of your home, things of that nature. but. When the opportunity comes, because you never really know. Yeah. Like we could have never predicted that Corona was going to happen. Huh. We could have never predicted that. You know, it's like a lot of things that happen in life. Sometimes you don't know. But the victor is the one that's prepared, because sometimes in life you never know. It's the same thing with content. I told Wall Street Trapper after he did his episode, I said, "You got, you got a fire, but now you got to throw gasoline on it." Yeah, when- you
4: told me the same thing.
2: Yep, that's a fact. And then when yep. the pandemic hit. I told Ian, I told Travis, I told everybody that would listen. I said, you got to double down on content. And that's why we started Market Monday. We didn't know Market Mondays was going to become the number one stock show in the world, but- no, I didn't know that. We prepared no. ourselves by actually doubling down on content and putting it out. Who knew it was going to blow like that? Ooh. But if, if we wasn't prepared, if we didn't have the infrastructure in place, then we would have missed an opportunity. That's a big fact.
5: Well, opportunity means preparation, man. It's a fact.
12: Yeah, yeah, you got to be prepared
4: years before too. Like, I know some of you guys want to buy stuff in a crash. Start doing your research now for 23. And it may not happen in 23 because the Fed may continue to print money. And with the student loan thing, that's the scariest one of all because it's going to call a, cause $100
5: trillion in damages. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Dominique, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? Hey, guys.
12: Okay.
7: My name is Dominique. I'm from the Houston area. I'm a realtor out here. And I heard Matt uh, speak earlier about the rehab um, budget that they can work in. My biggest issue right now is I have a lot of clients with a lot of peer approval letters, which again, really don't mean anything if you can't find a product to partner them with. And so I have a lot of them looking at looking at homes that are outdated. The issue with it is I don't know how to direct them as far as the rehab side of it. And I heard you speak about it earlier. So I just wanted to know if you can astound on it.
3: Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I love rehab loans. Um, rehab loans, I've been originating them for for years. And um, I think it's just the smartest way to buy real estate, um, especially if it's going to be your primary residence. You know, I'm a firm believer of getting an ugly house on the block and making it, you know, one of the best. So you force that appreciation. Mm-hmm. Um, the easiest way to guide them to be honest with you, is to get the Home buys Blueprint Volume 2, the Rehab Pack. That's a good segue. Which, which is going to teach them everything that they need to know about rehab. So I mean, everything you need to know, which drops this Friday, 521. Shameless plug. I had to do it. Wow. Right.
7: That, that so,
4: segue I was, was seamless.
12: That's great. I had to do that. I to get
7: the Volume 1, and I and on my message, I always message you, you always text back, so thank you for that, but um, I was, I had sent a message to, to get the first one, but I don't have the link and I don't know how to get it because when you watch it on the platform that you guys created, it doesn't have the link that's attached to it below, like it does on YouTube. So I get kind of turned around on how to utilize that. So o- only
3: thing you got to do is just email Janet. Um, if you okay. if you want to get access to the blueprint on um, volume one, um, Okay. email Janet. Um, Troy, what's her email? Janet at Ernie Aliza. Janet
4: is the goat. I love you, Queen. You are amazing.
3: Shout out out to Janet. So you can email Janet and you can get volume one, which is the encyclopedia for home buying A to Z. Um, Over 100 videos, 15 plus hours of content, plus weekly webinars. You got them talking (laughs) points down. Downing. (laughs) But, but, you know, rehab, to get into rehab, rehab is a great way to buy. You know, the thing about rehab, people fear it because they don't know. They fear the unknown. Right, and if you you just got to get your people, your buyers comfortable with the idea of rehab, and you have to get them in front of contractors. You have to be able to show them visually, show them befores and afters. You know, because once people start seeing, wait a minute, this outdated piece of crap house was once this, and now is this, mm-hmm. then they get excited. They're like, wait a minute, I can do this for how much money? And when you look at, you know, fifty thousand in rehab, when you look at the dollar amount. It's probably what a difference of a $100 a month, $110 a month in your, in your mortgage payment. Yes, yeah. so It just makes all the sense versus you spending your hard-earned cash on rehab. You spending, you running up your credit card bills, which is not tax deductible. Now, if you listen to him, 500 and all his gyms that you yeah, can leverage them. those points and everything like that. But from a, uh, tax benefit perspective, the IRS is just looking at this as mortgage interest. So it's all, all that rehab money is tax deductible at the same time. So what I tell folks, especially those who are using FHA financing, if you're using FHA financing, you might as well just go get an FHA two or three K because it's, it's there for you. It's available. And it's one of the Rehab loans are the, the, one of the most underutilized products that are out there in the marketplace because people are just not comfortable. So all you realtors who are watching this, learn rehab. I'm telling you, your business will 10x if you start
4: understanding these products. And Dominique, selfishly, I'm in Houston. So if you need a client, I am looking for some investment properties. So, And
3: Dominique, we are looking for properties in Houston too. So we rather do business with our earners when it comes to buying Real estate. So if you're earning and you in real estate, please email us your listings. We would love to
4: work with yes. you. Yes. Ianandjoy.com okay. for listings. You have a, a question okay. for, for
2: Kiana while you, why you have, I know you're in the same industry. So yes.
7: Right. I actually going to tell Kiana, I actually have a client that is moving from Houston to Atlanta and he was looking for a realtor. I didn't know a realtor that was there. So I posted the question in the chat. Oh. on the EYL platform and nobody ever responded so his name is um quentin outley he works for uh, as a financial advisor for lexus out there you in that area I um,
9: un- to find kiana at kiana watson okay. contact me um between myself my team we can definitely take care of him i appreciate the referral dominique i just relocated, oh, i just relocated the whole family here from houston
7: Oh, every Everyone's moving to Houston, but I, the investors I have plenty of them I work with. But I was so glad to connect with you guys because it's, it's a whole different way of processing. So thank you guys for everything you do. Janet, I always email you. We talk almost every other day, seem like, but I just mm-hmm. emailed you again for the blueprint. <laughs>
3: yeah. And if you need help with anything. any clients or rehab or anything in Houston, I live in Houston, I, I live in Texas. So, you know, I'm here to help you.
7: Your team is actually amazing because I literally. Text them better, like every other gotta day. You
3: got to say that louder for the people in the background. <laughs> <laughs> you got to talk your ish, girl. Go yeah. ahead and give them some rants and some gems right now.
7: They are amazing. Like, when I tell you, I text them almost every other day, and they was within, like, 15 hours. Like, my clients love them. Like, I have 36 clients I'm working with, and they are just, they they, they love it. They love everything about you guys. Let's go.
9: Keep going, Dominique.
7: We open
4: for business, baby. Pandemic. Yeah, and Dominic, <laughs> drop me your email, please.
5: We'll
2: yeah, do. that's crazy, man.
12: Oh, I love MG. MG. Yo, we don't
3: got enough <laughs> likes on this video, FYI. Please like it, please
2: like it. Please, Even
4: man. if you're not the biggest fan, please put like
9: Put some likes on this thing, you put some likes on
2: it. MG and Kiana Watson, the best in the business. We only bring you the best at Unreal Ransom, yeah, she's amazing. When I, when I, met, when I met Matt, um, I told him that he was gonna become the the leading authority on mortgages online. And um, I had, I saw it, I could see it. And uh, he has fulfilled that. And I feel like this is just the beginning. Um, Matt has a bright future ahead of him. And when I first met Kiana, I I followed her online before. Yeah,
12: Kiana
4: was a star day one. You can get on her page, you know, day one, like, yeah. (laughs) Kiana was a Carrie Bradshaw
12: of real estate. I got something to (laughs) say.
2: Game. that's a fact well, she, a changed, lot. she changed the game a whole lot i told her like you know a lot of realtors i feel like have followed in her footsteps uh especially in atlanta <laughs> 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 what's the one thing they listen
9: listen well they may have followed my footsteps in atlanta but i'm teaching them too you know i got my online training courses on agent tools for success so if you want to learn how to market and brand yourself put yourself out there but also Be educated so you can really win these offers for your buyers and get more seller clients and really navigate this business. That's what you want to do. You want to go visit agents who's for success. You know, two hundred plus people in our membership group. So really quick on Oprah,
4: yeah, on Oprah. What did you do to help get your brand to be number one? Because like you put, and I say, and they've told me I can tell you this, but you moved a lot of people out of Atlanta from doing real estate. (laughs)
9: Let me tell you. So, what are
4: some of the things that you did to grow over the last? Three or four years.
9: I think a lot of agents, they get into this business and they just want to buy and sell real estate. They just want to help people buy. And they want to help people sell. They don't double down on the marketing aspect of branding themselves. So I always tell people like when well, you guys said you were out here putting out consistent content, you mm-hmm. knew something was happening and shifting in the market. I came into the business like I'm putting out consistent content. I am I'm I'm doing content every month. I got photo shoots in the in, in, in the back pocket. Videos and <laughs> I make sure I send them the Matt like yeah I'm dropping that next week. Everything is so <laughs> It's intentional and it's on purpose to build my brand because what I recognize is marketing is marketing. So I use my marketing to attract my clients, but when they come to my page. You can't deny my level of knowledge. I take the time to actually read articles, to do market research, to understand what's moving and shaking in the area. So I'm not just here to help you buy and sell an asset. I'm here to educate you on the appreciation values of your asset, mm. how this can help you build generational wealth, and how this can be a stepping stone for you changing the trajectory of your life. So most agents don't do all of that. Most agents are like buying selling real estate. That's all they know. You can't, they don't they they're not taking the time to do so. So Building that brand, being polished, being exactly who I am, coming to, coming into this as a marketing person, you know, I, I'll give my degree back, but I do have my MBA um, and um, I, I'm, one, I'm a business person. So I recognize that we need to make, we need to make real estate interesting. Let's make real estate something that people look forward to hearing about. And here we are. And I'm consistent.
4: How much content are you putting out per day or per week?
9: See for me, it just depends. If it's, you know, I would say it's it, I'm not a, I don't have to post three times a day. I put impactful information mm-hmm. out there, but I would say it, during a, a week span, I'm putting out at least ten pieces of content,
12: mm-hmm.
9: at least. And uh, we're about to up that with us dropping rants and gems. So we already have I got Matt with a suit on. I don't made him cut his hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're
4: looking good, man.
9: You are looking good. He gotta get ready. So I think what it is is I think most people think I want to post three times a day, where you have to make impactful content, not just throwing out information. Because what I tell people is I can post three times. I can post three times in one day and it not make an impact. And I can pay, post one video that is going into the psyche of my audience, and that makes a huger impact than posting three pieces of information. So take the time to learn your industry. And then when you do put out information, make sure when you say something, people look forward to listening to you because they know you have something valuable to say. Amen.
2: That's a fact. And so welcome to the new death row. Just right.
9: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to minus, death minus
2: the Suge
4: Knight management.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you guys. I'm so
9: grateful. Uh, yeah. when, when when MG brought the opportunity to me, I was, you know, I was, I was exploring several opportunities and we were talking. I was just like, we're talking so much. I mean, especially in the middle of, um, we've been having these conversations, like in-depth conversations since March of last year when COVID happened. Me and Matt was like, all right, what's the plan? What's the plan? You know, we're really trying to figure out because we were unsure what was going to happen in this market. And we just doubled down and we started to talk more and more about the marketing, how we're shifting the culture. And at the end of the day, it was organic. And I'm, I'm so grateful to be here because I've seen you guys grow, and I love that you're educating our communities. And people now are really focused on building generational wealth. They're educated about the market, they're educated about their purchase, and that right there is changing the culture for it. So it's an honor and a pleasure to be with you guys.
5: Yeah, shout, shout out to Emmett on YouTube. He just said that. He was at uh, he was at uh, ATL uh, ATL Takeover last year, and it changed his life when he heard you speak. So shout out to him. Yeah.
9: Oh, got Yeah, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, yo, we outside is back outside now. <laughs> we out. we can we need to do another one. It was amazing. Um, from that, from even from that standpoint, in the market was so different then. I could talk to you guys about programs that were really working. Now we're just in a different market, but you can see those that did attend that. You can see if you miss a little, you miss a lot. So if you didn't pounce on the opportunity, then that opportunity is now gone. Now we're in a whole nother market. So really think about that and execute whatever, execute on your vision for your life. If that's building, selling real estate, if that's doing both, like Ian said, you need you need some real estate. You need some stock. You need to do both. And you need yeah. to. Execute.
4: well, Honestly, I was talking uh, earlier, somebody, we're the only culture that gets told to do one or another. Yeah. Everyone always does both. Like you ask anyone or any other culture, whether they invest in it, it's always business stocks and real estate.
3: Always. Yeah. 100%. So look, I want to say something about Ranch and Gems, right? We will be the number one podcast in the world. (laughs) Period. Right, Troy, Rashad, and I love y'all, but I'm coming for your spot. (laughs) Listen, listen, there is no competition. (laughs) I love love y'all
9: tricks up our sleeve over
3: here i, I, we, I love y'all we're, but we come, we come, we're coming, coming for team. it we're coming for it i mean well, i'm ready
9: for it i would yeah.
2: love that we actually you know what i think we're more we're more quality control yeah in death row um <laughs> like, that, that, the, I, I like that
9: i like quality control, quality control. Uh, but i want to say that
3: for all the earners right we got something special for y'all right so when we do this rants and gems like we already filmed a couple episodes so the first two episodes that's coming out you're just going to be me and Kiana, right? But I'm going to let y'all in on a little little thing right now. I'm going to give y'all a little sneak peek. And this is exclusively for EYL University members. We're going to have a live studio audience for our podcast,
7: right?
3: You heard it. Yeah, I heard it, right? So <laughs> when the tell live it. studio it so. audience will only be for earners. Mm-hmm. So earners, be on the lookout in the next week for the details. And you, and we're going to Bring tell you. Bring your mess. When... When the <laughs> pop-up, bring your damn ass, your positive, your, your negative COVID
9: test.
12: <laughs> <you know? laughs>
9: so we're doing a lot of market data, a lot of research. Um, We put a lot into these episodes. So we want to be able to present to you this information and mm-hmm. make it conversational. And let's yeah. answer your questions. And let's let's get to it. Oh, it's it's gonna be a game changer. and Gems,
3: baby, is gonna be something different, man. So I am I'm super excited for that, man. Ernest, you're gonna get the information soon come. Soon
4: come. So so you're gonna invite me, Rashad, and Troy, we can pull up and really argue because we was like PC today.
3: Oh, (laughs) we were definitely PC, but we're gonna say (laughs) the versus battle in for the live show.
12: Yes. (laughs)
5: Ooh. Yeah, me, me and Shadow will be like Swiss and Tim watching <laughs> it happen.
3: <laughs> it's gonna be, it's it's gonna be a vibe, man. So Ernest, this is gonna be. If you're an EYL University member, you guys are the only ones who can attend live. Just like how we do it in the Zoom, same thing. Only Ernest allowed.
2: Trying to, trying to up the ante. I like that.
3: The value for EY, the value. First of all, hold on. Let me say something real quick. <laughs> EYL University is the biggest. <laughs> that's all I got to say. <laughs> that's, that's
9: what he, that's the biggest, right We're the biggest, and that's the it. The biggest.
3: <laughs> Don't get it twisted. The biggest.
9: Uh, they bring everything together, y'all. You guys bring everything together. The real estate talk. You got stocks. You have people getting credit tips, un- understanding how to build sustainable businesses, how to you leverage their assets. I mean, you guys are doing it. I'm definitely. Seeing a lot more educated people that are entering the market that I speak to, and a lot of them are like, "Oh, you're EYL." It's, I mean, when I made the announcement, I felt like I was getting my chain. Where's my Rockefeller chain? Where's my chain? <laughs> they were like, "Wait a minute!" But you're really you guys are changing the culture. It it's must- amazing.
2: Great people in Wall Street, Trapper, you guys. Um, I mean, the the EYL tree is is blossoming, and everybody's doing well. And we all get along too, um, so that's another thing too. It's like you know, we all, you know, our friends, we all yeah, get
4: it's, it's genuine.
2: Yeah, so it's, um, it's it's a Motown, it's a new Motown vibe. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. it's, it's great to see the black excellence that everybody brings something different, and everybody is is a star in their own right. Um, nobody's you know competing with each other. Nobody's bad. Mm-hmm.
12: Yeah. Um,
2: and that's really how we really going to all further. This whole situation is is not uh, yeah. competing. And that's, that's something that we did. We didn't take the we, we took the, the route of including other people. We mm-hmm. could have just, me and Troy just been on an island by ourselves. But how far can you only go with just two people, not that yeah. you, know,
5: so, you know the type of competition I saw? I, I, I'll shout out to Dave Shane, shout out to Ash Cash, who's on the label. Um, I, I ran into Dave at the event. I said, look, man, Ash did 12 episodes in two days. Dave said, he did what? He said, I know what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. But, Twenty minutes, <laughs> I said, shout I'm, I'm to, just saying shout that's what he's doing.
2: Shout out like, to both of those gentlemen. Yeah,
5: shout,
4: shout out
3: to the team. Shout um. out to the. Shout out to.
4: Yeah, the and, and I'll say this for everyone watching at home: if you feel like you have been undiscovered, you haven't been discovered yet, right? And you may sense that we are your competition. Let me help you. We're not, because in our community, I want us to stop fighting. And if someone has a spot that you feel like you have to take it use the blueprint the thing i'll tell you all the time for me mastery of craft is everything because we aren't like by us being here we aren't taking anything from you i've told a bunch of you this over the last week it's like we didn't sit on this mountain to keep people off of it but if you master your craft like look at matt matt knows his shit about mortgages, Kiana has dominated her space. She won't say, I'll tell you, I, I have friends that she literally may pack up and leave and go back to Chicago, <laughs> Newark and shit. right? But that's because of the service side as well. And, and that's why I was telling a couple of you yesterday, I'm like, I know you wanna talk more. I know what my value is. If Steph stops making threes from 28 feet, he's gonna get traded. I know if my entry's on fire, y'all gonna get rid of me. So I wanna focus on the craft. But if you feel like you are waiting for your time, Use this blueprint as motivation, put out your content, help for free, help people get some results. If I made you some money off the Bitcoin or Ethereum, or you didn't think the price was gonna drop to where I said, and they worked out in your favor, put yes in chat. This is the secret, help in advance to get the result. Then you come back and negotiate what you really want on a back end at a premium. But in our community, I want us to stop the little rap war podcast war kind of vibe thing there's so much money and i'm gonna be real by y'all not want to collaborate you may have ruined the opportunity for us to do something on cbs because the producers are watching build value collaborate because other coaches will collaborate and hate each other but they'll hate each other and go knock down 300 million 80 million so just be the best at your craft then someone will find you. Like I was talking to the young boy uh, when I met, him, I'm like, you start investing at 17, you're 21 now? The stuff that he knew, I'm like, I wish I knew this at 21. Like I embraced him, I hugged him, like he was my brother, like, because it takes one to know one if you really know your craft. It's kind of like hooping, like you know a dog when you see one. So just be great at your craft, your time will come and everything will open up, but that the hating or being upset won't get you there. Being great and putting, and that's why like, if you guys can ever get Rashad to give up the marketing plan, oh baby, he won't give it up, and I don't want him to either. Not but gotta did. told you what to do.
2: I'm learning from you.
9: Yeah, that's the thing, though. Hey,
4: you got to keep some stuff quiet because honestly, people will some take some it quiet and quiet. use it against you <laughs> and not like you.
9: I think my most favorite quote is, you know, if if I'm afraid to share what my knowledge, then that means I don't know enough, right? Talk oh. to him, Queen. If I can't come out here and give you guys the, at least the bare minimum basic knowledge of how I built my brand, how I've educated myself and what you should do, I've been out here training agents now for over a year and I'm still, I'm still the, on top of my, on my game, right? So there's 8 billion people in the world. You think by telling someone how to do what you do and giving them advice and also pass that because everybody's going to put their own spin on it. I can mm-hmm. give you the fundamentals, but who you are as a person and how you actually connect with your audience. That's and one
4: your character.
9: Yep. And your character, your knowledge, and your service. Like, we're in the business of servitude. I think everyone on everyone up here, we're in the business of servitude. You know, my clients are not working with me because they like my, my lashes and my hair. They Although me.
4: both are fire.
9: They found me. <laughs> they found me. They saw me because of that. But once yeah. they see me, and they start to work with me, my spirit, I come from a place of servitude. I want to make sure that we're winning out here. So- y'all just got to keep in mind, there is no competition when you're in your own lane. There is no competition when you are actually operating your own God-given purpose. So I want to make sure I put that out there.
2: Yeah, okay. Church said amen. That's so before we wrap, I want to give you guys the last word um, since you are a guest. So I'll start with MG. We'll, we'll we'll let the lady finish last. So MG, um, what's, tell them what you got going on. Tell them about the, the volume two situation. And uh, yeah, how to follow you on Instagram and all that. All
3: right, so before I get into volume two, first I want to give a shout out to Bam. Bam just text me, he hit me with the, the, a promo code for EYL merch. Rants and Gems for 50%, Rants and Gems 50 for 50% off of all the EYL merch. That's first things first, right? Shout out to Bam.
2: Never, never misses the opportunity.
3: Bam <laughs> never misses the opportunity. Gotta love Bam, right? <laughs> so shout out to Bam because he took care of me. All right. Now, um, the Homebuyers Blueprint Volume 2, the Rehab Pack. Now, this is my baby because I love rehab loans. So the pre-sale starts tonight. I'm going to actually put the link in the chat right now on YouTube uh, for volume two. All right. Now, this is going to discuss everything you need to know about rehab, real estate, and financing your, your, your real estate projects using FHA 203K, Fannie Mae Home Style. But we're going to discuss construction of permanent loans and also hard money loans as well. So one of the things that people always come up to me is asking me about lenders and who are the lenders who are funding, you know, not the, the 203K and Fannie Mae loans, but really more of those investment properties, right? So instead of just doing a, a boring lenders list, I decided with the Home buyer's Blueprint or doing pre-recorded videos to discuss these products and being real generic about them, I'm gonna give you guys what you've been asking for. I'm going to give you a lender list, but instead of just giving you a boring list, we're going to do it as monthly webinars with every lender that I've done business with and more lenders. So every single month, we're going to have a different lender either discussing hard money their products, their programs, how to get approved, their underwriting process, et cetera, et cetera. So now when you're going into the portal, every single live webinar is going to be a different lender talking about their specific product. There's a lot of lenders that would do national. There's lenders that will only do in certain states and regional. So I'm going to bring all these lenders to the table for the Homebuyers Blueprint Volume 2 community. So that way, now when you're ready to execute, you're going to have a list of lenders to choose from, but also you're going to be able to know about their product their do's they don'ts, what they like, what they don't like, et cetera, et cetera. That right there is like a million dollars worth of game. Um, I so I the, on Gilly. Like so, the Homebuyer's Blueprint Volume Two, the pre-sale is now live. I'm put the like I some I just put the the link in the YouTube comments. Um, if anybody wants to get the pre-sale, the course is releasing Friday 11, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The pre-sale is for 72 hours only, 72 hours only, and it's almost free. It's $129. It's almost free, almost free. Take advantage, learn the game, learn rehab real estate, learn how to finance it. I mean, we have interviews with contractors, HUD consultants, realtors who specialize in rehab, helping their clients with rehab. Like I'm gonna have so much information in in this course it really should be two thousand dollars. Okay, look, it's one hundred and twenty-nine bucks.
4: Actually, actually quite you and Rashad together. Do y'all frame y'all your talking points together for how to roll out? Because even I want the business owners to listen. How he's stacking the value. That shit is
2: amazing. Like,
4: how do you? Because I'm I gotta go play that part back. I think you dropped fourteen or sixteen. Talking points before you reveal price. Can you talk about how you structure? Because learning how to structure and present price is a big thing that most people, and especially on the real estate side, can't. You notice, like people will come out with the price about like, yo the house six hundred. It's like, no. damn, you you didn't talk about any benefits of it yet. Can you guys dive in a little bit? How about you? How you structure your deals to make well, it irresistible? Well, I look at it like this, right? I give so much value. I'm the free game champ when it comes to
3: this, right? No one can tell me shit. I'm on Instagram live every day. I'm on YouTube live. I'm, I don't give a damn. You can't tell me nothing. All right. Cause I give out so much information for free on any platform that anyone will listen to while I'm touring the country with envying them, whatever it is, I give out so much information. and so much value. I'm answering questions every single day, all day long. So when it comes to products, for me, I look at it as the same way. If someone's going to pay for your product, because I paid for products and I and I get the product, I'm like, this is crap. Why did I just pay for this? Right? So for me, I want to give them so much value where they can't come back to me and say this wasn't worth the money that they spent. I dare anyone in this comments right now to tell me they didn't get value out of Homebuyer's Blueprint Volume One. Cause if you are, if you say you didn't, you're capping. Because yeah. there has not been no yeah. bad reviews on the Homebuyer's Blueprint Volume One, because me and Took's production sat in this studio and we put it down, pause, and we made this happen. And we are not sitting here playing around with this, man. I wanna give the people information. This ain't no damn YouTube video where you can go search and Google. No, I'm giving you deep, detailed information, hours worth of information. This volume two is probably like six, seven hours right now without the live webinars, you gotta understand. This is a lot of information and people just think it's really, just bullet points. No, I'm going to deep detail. So for me, Ian, it's all about just over-delivering, over, just give more, give more, give more, give more. So that way now, when the people get your product, they're going to want to share it with their friends, their community. And then now they're going to expand your business that way. So it's referral based. You do right by somebody, they're going to refer you. And that's just how I run my mortgage business. And now that I'm in the product game, that's how I'm running my product game as well. And I'm trying to make it as affordable as possible, you know, because I do understand there's a paywall. Some people may not want to pay for certain things. Okay, great. So I'm going to make it as affordable as possible. So that way you can't say you can't afford this because this is less than a pair of Air Force Ones.
4: Black ones too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm from New
5: York, son. We don't do black. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> Respectfully. As, as somebody that, <laughs> that's, that's testing the product. Over delivered again, my brother. I told you that yeah. the whole home buyers volume one, and I was like, man, this thing is ridiculous. Like, there's nothing out there like this. You over delivered again on volume two, man. Congrats to you in advance, my brother. Thank you, brother. I appreciate numbing,
2: you numbing, numbing the tongue as trap. Hey. He would appreciate that. He would appreciate that. Yeah. Hey. Nah, that's <laughs> business owners,
4: go watch that last segment.
2: That's a lot. Um,
4: <laughs> Rashad, I like how you wrote the answer. Give <laughs> it, I, listen. Some stuff you got to keep proprietary, and I gonna tell business owners this. You got to be careful too, because you can give your edge away. After all these years, Coca-Cola has not come out and hopped on YouTube and be like, this is how we formulate Coke and give away this billion dollar formula. But business owners go look at how he stacked the value for his offer. Absolutely amazing.
3: Well, you got to look at the lender list, like for crying out loud, yeah. like who's giving Nobody. you the lenders?
9: Nobody. Not
3: just one lender, two lender. I might do this every. I could do this every week a live webinar with a different lender talking about a different product. You guys gotta really understand what I'm giving you right here for this pre sale price. Yeah. Like, the, the, it'll be crazy not to get the, the blueprint volume two. The
2: black air force, force
5: ones. <laughs> nah, I said you about to do a huh? Low top,
2: never did it
5: to be quarters. No. Who was Low, Low top. Yeah, we ain't. yeah. If yo asset ones on the way this summer, by the way. Like, oh, bro. yeah, for sure. Mine is in a stash. Let's like, go. Like, bro. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, real quick. AMG, real quick. Oh, Keanu, oh, yeah. you got the floor and then I'll, I'll, I'll end it. Yeah.
9: Oh, yeah. Oh, well. At the Met did all that. <laughs> 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 no, mostly I can tell you I have my online courses. Um One thing about it, I had so many people ask me how I built my business, how I was able to create my platform. So on my online training courses, we have Agent Tools for Success. I have the blueprint. And my blueprint teaches you how to structure your real estate business from A to Z. Most of you jump out here you start selling houses and you don't have the right foundation for your business. And we're talking from scheduling, setting your business up to an LLC or S corp or however that should be to how you're able to organize in the back end. What you most of you see is the front end of my business. What you don't see is my high end artificial intelligence CRM that I have in the background that keeps up with my thousand plus clients. That's able to actually automate my systems and have me out here being a superstar that I look like I am. Yeah. So my systems are automated. I have my CRM, my database is organized. I teach you guys also how to build a staff. You know, so many realtors get into the business thinking they want to be a one person show. And you can't show the houses, negotiate the contract, attend every home inspection, do all these things and still be successful in this business. Every person that I know that is successful, they have a successful team. So I have my blueprint that's going to give you everything you need to know how to structure your business from A to Z. Even if you're an experienced agent, I give you my templates. I tell you what my CRM is. You get that in the blueprint. Jonathan, I see that question. Um, I give you templates on how I follow up with my clients, how I keep people organized. We talk about marketing. We talk about branding. I have an entire marketing and branding segment in the blueprint. So that way you can really understand how to figure out your own voice be that voice for your own audience because i'm not trying to teach you how to be me i'm trying to teach you how to be the best you yeah, be because if you get your real estate license it sells sales person but most people get their real estate license thinking it's customer service and that's why you fail Mm -hmm. Over 40% of agents fill in their first year, but I can tell you the people that are a part of my Agents Who's for Success Online Academy, they are thriving in this market, and I highly encourage you to go watch our Academy, our award ceremony. Uh, We recorded it. um, We actually celebrated a lot of our members our first quarter, and we had the best quarter yet. So you have that, and if you want to take it to a next step up, what I do offer is membership everybody asks me to be their mentor they want to see me they want to talk to me consistently so i created our online community which is our agents for success membership edition we meet every single week sometimes twice a week um, we give so much value what i do is a first session i always give you guys a mindset session because i can tell you if your mind can see it then you can achieve it most yeah. of you fail to realize that most successful people are are disciplined and they're disciplined their mindset just as much as they discipline their skill. So our first week, we always have a mindset session. Second week, I bring in expert trainers. MG came in, did a training for, for us. I had Rashana Scott, she came in this month and she did an investors training, but not just how to be an investor, but how we can represent investors. I mean, I know we can't really talk about how much we get paid, but just know as a realtor, and I can't say how much we get, but you can actually make triple that if you represent investor clients correctly. And so she came and taught a course to our agents who's for success membership. And then we will move forward with me. I do my master classes every single month. I'm giving you a master class on how I'm able to be successful. But not just I'm successful. You see the success of my other members. You see the success of my agent. So we're moving forward. So the numbers don't lie. You know, we're going into this this quarter and not just counting just counting what's going on with Watson Realistic Co. It's only four agents and we're already over 20 million. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to explain to you if that's if four agents over 20 million, we don't have a huge corporation. So we're all on track to, to over exceed our goals. And right now we actually have over 20 million under contract because we're working on a lot of new construction because that's where we find it to be easier. So- if you want to learn more, if you want to be motivated, but if you also want to get real tools for success, then you want to come on over to Agent Tools for Success membership. It's an online subscription. You pay the membership every single month. Right now, I got to give a shout out to my consultants. I had to get them to give me a discount code for you guys. Everything on the website to be 25% off. And I have masterclasses. So I have a how to brand yourself masterclass. I have a two-day marketing and branding class. I have a class on how to represent buyer clients. I also have a class on how you're able to manage your CRM. If everybody wonders what, what CRM do you use and how do you manage your clients, I have an entire masterclass on that as well. Every little detail you need to know to run your real estate business effectively and efficiently, I've taught a class on it. If everyone's wondering how is, how is my team structured, how do I pay my team? I think a lot of times we don't recognize that in real estate, you have to pay a team. You have the difference between a team and the difference between your support staff. Your support staff is in, in place to support your business, you pay them. Your team is in place to generate a residual passive income to you, but most of you guys miss that mark and you're not building, a, you're not the rainmaker of your business, so you're gonna consistently be in the car if you're tired of being in the car and you're ready to get behind the desk and still collect your checks, I need you to come on over to Agent Tools for Success. Yeah, From a it. marketing
4: standpoint, look at what she did. Intelligent, <laughs> poised, background amazing, lashes fire, hair fire, <laughs> ton of value, right? Gave a whole bunch for 95% of the time. Pitched at the no, end, it even pitched pitch business. I love it. Yeah, but look at the end how she framed her pitch. Business, so a lot of the times when you like, yo, I have this for sale. There's really no benefit in it. But the way she stacked her offer is absolutely amazing. So outside of the investing gems that you guys, this is really a business show and business school masquerading as only stocks. Go replay her part, and for the black women, look how comfortable she is in in being black and being herself. That is an asset in itself. Melanin leads out, to money, you. right?
9: To leave
12: some oh. money. That's
2: okay. that's that's the quote of
12: the century, right there, Ian.
2: That's a fact. We'll Mike, see. chop that up. Okay. <laughs>
5: definitely that. Um, Troy. Yeah, now I was quickly. I mean, we didn't do our earnings report, rip, so rip, rip, I'll rip through it as real, fast as possible, real quick. Tuesday, so it's day for retail. We got Tuesday <laughs> for Walmart, Home Depot. Uh, by due Wednesday, we got Target and Lowe's and TJ Maxx. Thursday, Coles Ross, and BJ. And Ian, really quickly, I, I I was on the record. I think this time last year, saying that Macy's was dead. But boy, was I wrong! It went on a—it's on a tear. It's been up 260% year to date. Wow. Uh, so shout out to Macy's and anybody that was. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was wrong. I was wrong, and I'm here to say it. I was wrong.
4: It's still trash. Yeah. Should have go to 2190 and then slide back now. Shopify and Target, Walmart. It's a, you know, that's a thousand other retail spots. Yeah, like yeah. I on that
5: one. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. So
2: shout out to everybody that was. In- now we appreciate you guys, Ian. I'll let you get the last word. Uh, once again, but you know, shout out to Matt and shout out to Kiana, rest in the business. We look forward to having, um, them on the network and, um, I'm sure that they will have the number one, uh, real estate podcast in the world. Um, I'm excited to check it out. I can't, wait. I can't wait to see the, the, the product and, um, thank you guys for, for trusting us with your show. Um, and yeah, let's make, let's make history. Yeah. Ian, I'll let you get the last word.
4: Um, to everyone that I had a chance to meet and talk with in Atlanta on Wednesday. I'm honored. Uh, Troy Rashad, Mike Bam. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to talk to y'all. like two hours, dude, an hour and a half in. Um, but I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, everybody in Red Panda, I love you. Um, Stock Club call as soon as we wrap up here. Matt, Keanu, you guys are absolutely amazing. I'm honored to have been able to meet you. And um, everyone watching on YouTube, I'm here to serve, here to give. And here to make this easier than it was for me when I got started in 0809. Um, so if there's anything that I can do better, let me know. But melanin leads to money, invest and in hold for 10 years. And if you have an asset that's good, hold on to it for a lifetime.
2: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, take care, love take care. is love, man. And we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow, we got a dope, dope, powerful episode coming out with Francis and Quay. Uh, oh. j who, yeah, Francis. And J-Hoo. Uh, yeah, check
4: that out. Check that out. A- Adam22, stop reposting their content like it's yours. Yeah. That Corday interview was fire. They won't say it. I will. Stop mm. that. Go yeah. tag yeah.
2: them. It's their content. Because if,
4: if I did that, you would have cease and desist coming my way. Don't do that. Got I'm that, begging you.
2: No, that go, man. I love it would be number one. on he got an all-time high these days.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's a solid content creator, but it's like, come on, you can't put your logo on, like,
9: bro. You can't put the logo on it, you just taking oh. it way too far. Uh, stop,
2: Vlad
4: <laughs> wouldn't do that. I'm gonna be real. <laughs>
2: shout out to all the podcasts, you better, man. Shout out to million dollars worth of Game. Shout out to Joe Button, man, hold your head.
9: Shout
12: yeah. out.
4: That,
9: that. It's looking real tough out there for him.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, but, but but even with that, I'm gonna be honest. We as men have to learn to sit down as men and have tough conversations. And for all my business owners, iron out the agreement from day one and make sure everybody understands. Because everybody, everybody want to talk about equity. Yo, I want equity. I want royalty. I want to do what Diddy did. And you won't put up no money in this shit. It take a lot to run this. Like, I know you guys think it's just zooming lights. It costs more than just that. So you can't want all the upside and don't want to hedge and put in any, like we said, I didn't know it would get to this level. Didn't know. I had, I hoped, I prayed. I pitched 25 other people to do a collaboration show. No one wants to hear that from anybody black talking the way that you do about the market. Voila, this worked, right? Right. But you have to also as a business owner be willing to put in through good, and bad, that's business 101. So
12: yeah.
4: kudos to everybody, but I think this is a great business lesson for the business owners too. And Joe, hold your head, Corey, hold your head. I think we have to educate the community about how to do business properly. And if we have issues to never air this shit out publicly.
5: Hey, real quick, before, before this, is, this is the absolute last word. Listen, we are not soliciting any type of funds from uh, our YouTube comments. Um, I know a lot of people- Or say- Instagram. Or that is not us, we would never do that. Uh, we actually ran into somebody who fell victim of that and was surprised that it wasn't us. No, we were, that's not us in our YouTube comments. We've reached out to Google a bunch of times and still are reaching out to them to rectify that situation. But please, that is not us. Do not sell Bitcoin or trade Bitcoin um, from a YouTube comment, all right? That's not will get us. You. Please, that's not us. All right, love us, yeah. love, y'all. We'll see y'all tomorrow, we'll see y'all- Have tomorrow. a good one.